0: Hey everyone, today is Thursday the 19th of March 2020. This is the Gap episode 508. I'm Luke Laurie. Joe Gorey's here and uh things on fire over there, yeah. What's going on?
1: No, we've moved on from things being on fire. They right. were on fire. This you can't use that as a that's like we've got a whole new frame of reference for what things being on fire means in Australia because yeah. things were everything we're was on fucking fire. on fire. So <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, there's it's, nothing it's
0: left to burn over there now.
1: <laughs> it's it's all out, you know. The fire triangle, it's missing that one critical piece. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty weird. Uh, yeah. The you know, I know you're on lockdown, right? Sort the city of, is yeah. se- the Bay Area is on lockdown or some shit.
0: Yeah. Well, we were recording last week, and that's when stuff started to happen. <laughs> right. Like, we were in the middle of recording... Or we were pretty close to the end of recording, I think. And the right. um, the NBA said they had yeah uh, postponed their season. Yep. So I think we've got that. Like, like our live reactions of that <laughs> Some, somewhere do. in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was pretty weird. Um, and things have escal- escalated pretty significantly since then. Over here... It's pretty much business as, as usual, which is super weird, right? Mm. Like, just doesn't seem to be impacting people all that much, uh, which is odd, right? Because it means that we're not taking the requisite measures. Okay, I was I was at a I was at a video sh- uh a, yeah video shoot yesterday, uh, for a thing, and um, they were going all out like uh one of one of the talent i was talent (laughs) Uh, i was talent at this thing and um one of the other talent uh had a cough Hmm. like a, a nothing cough uh but uh they like had to take into the had to take into the doctor for their you know for corporate liability reasons and stuff like that like bananas uh, and they were like wiping everything down with disinfectant after every, like anyone like I touched use anything keyboard, and then <laughs> they'd wipe it down, <laughs> and so the next person could use a keyboard or whatever. And yeah, it was fucking bananas, man. It was very weird. Um, but at the same time, like it, it just feels like not enough people are taking it seriously enough. Yeah, which is odd. I mean, it's. it's you know it's that thing right it's not about the you know we're not gonna we might get sick but it's not gonna like kill us yeah but in theory yeah in theory right low percentage chance but like we can carry it very easily to other people and the other thing is that you know that curve right like if if a bunch of like old like old people who are at risk, or people who are at risk get sick all at once, hmm. and all the hospitals get filled up. This is literally what happened in fucking Italy, right? Like, yeah, all, all the hospitals got filled up, and then they were having to like make decisions on who the fuck was gonna, like, who they were gonna treat hmm. on a on a survival, like, likely to survive fucking basis, which is insane. But if we if we just practice some like fucking careful measures now. We yeah. can uh, like sort of smooth Disperse the curve it. out, yeah. Because yeah. like, like fuck, we're gonna get it, <laughs> you're gonna get right? it. It's gonna happen, right? Like, or like if you if I don't, someone I know definitely will, right? Like at this point, it's and yeah, like like we're probably not gonna die from it, but that doesn't mean people aren't. And yeah, like if you get in a fucking if Australia fails to flatten the curve and we are definitely doing that right now, apparently. I was fucking reading earlier that Scott Morrison, like, hit up uh, the Catholic schools system because they were opting to close hmm. all Catholic schools. Um, he hit him up and they're like... He was like, uh, No, stay open. Uh, you're fucking... Government funding, your federal fucking funding is contingent on you staying open, right? What the fuck are you doing, champ? Why why are you pushing this? Everywhere is closing schools. Oh, but Singapore's in yeah, but Singapore didn't fucking sit on their fucking thumbs for fucking three weeks doing absolutely fucking nothing. You yeah. fucking belter cunt. Oh my god. Yeah, it's super worrying. Uh but at the same time, yeah, like what i don't know what the fuck i could do yeah we could and also go start as- a riot with social distancing <laughs> orders intact like everyone stays a meter away from no- one another but at the same time we're riding. i don't know i don't know how that works yeah yeah it's gonna be weird i mean it, it could could be worse you could have uh an orange idiot mm. as
0: a leader of the country and not understand anything um, it's true he's a fucking fruit loop he's insane <laughs> the things that have been coming out of his mouth the last couple
1: of days right <laughs> this is bogus. woo but i mean this it's it's tricky man i can't tell who's worse right incompetent evil which is donald mm. trump or competent evil which is scott morrison it's hard to hard to tell uh, they're both evil right but they're different types of evil. It's, anyway, it's fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah uh, man. So
0: yeah, I, I went down to the um, the shopping center, the grocery store, uh, the other day, and at that stage, there was a um, there was a like a leaked media report going around saying that um, at one PM, the governor of San Francisco was going to announce a uh, like a it's, they're calling it like shelter in place um which is basically they're going to close down san francisco and the, some of the counties around it uh and so i was down at the shops about lunchtime just to go get my like weekly lunch like i go down and get bread or lettuce and tomatoes to make sandwiches for the week uh and it was nuts down there like i've never seen uh so many people in that sh- that grocery store like the closest i can compare to is maybe new years or like christmas eve uh yeah. times four <laughs> and it was like the the line to get to um just get into a register was looping around the store um like people were just stocking up on shit and it's like you don't need to st- like what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do that because um it's not like these places are going to close down. So I mean but I mean now people have to do that because it's started this like, you know, you either stock up or you don't get food at this point. Um but like I went I I went down to the store today and picked up some bread and um potato like a bag of potatoes for dinner tonight. And yeah. they're basically Limiting the amount of people that can go into the store. Um, so there's a line out front, but even that only took me like five minutes. And once you're inside it's pretty deserted in terms of people. It wasn't anywhere near as packed as the other day. But I got what I needed to find. Um obviously there's still staple foods that are out, like your pasta and bread and um sandwich bread and stuff like that. But yeah, it's uh that yeah, that was nuts. That that particular day. And then so one o'clock hit and they basically announced that they were shutting down or they've ordered all uh, non-essential businesses to close down. Um, everybody to stay in their homes, um, like not to go out to places. So all the re- restaurants and bars have, have closed down the cinemas. Uh, restaurants are still open in terms of like takeout. Right. So you can actually, um, depending on what type of storefront it is, you can go in and get it, but you, know, you can't sit in there. Uh, and then they're still doing like deliveries for uber and stuff like that um some places have even set up like a drive through a temporary drive through just to, to make money because a lot of these businesses are going to go like yeah. bankrupt basically um so yeah this is like a at the moment it's a three-week thing for us and right. uh, yeah it was, it was completely dead out there when i went for my walk to get food like i've never haven't seen that that quiet, and i've been here seven months now and yeah, yeah it's crazy so you guys aren't <laughs> at that stage yet
1: but, no. yeah, um, not even it's close. definitely interesting. I mean, yeah, it's fucking bananas. Like it's it's definitely gonna change shit worldwide. Uh forever, I think. And it's gonna be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Uh but yeah. Anyway, thank God we've got video games during yeah. these trying times. Steam hit, like, its highest peak concurrent <laughs> users or something. <laughs> Which is- I saw saw someone posted a thing, uh, thanks to the Black Plague. Uh, mm. Many historians credit the Black Plague with, like, what actually kicked off the Renaissance because uh, people were, you know, isolated and quarantined and uh, they used that time to pour right. into creativity. But uh, those fucking ancient cunts didn't have video games so uh uh, it's been pretty fucking wild uh in terms of like a lot of people i know are working from home all all of a sudden and uh a lot of those people seem to think that working from home involves not doing any work at all because they are constantly hitting me up to uh play games right (laughs) Job, you're at home aren't you let's play games i'm like maybe at 12 like, Maybe I think I had at lunch. Had a, a lunch. like, what? But I'm home now. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Like, it's not a day off, motherfuckers. What the fuck is going on? Let's focus up, okay? Do your work, right? You just got to fucking lock it in. You got to get a routine, right? Do an hour of work and then an hour of games. Hour of work. Because, I mean, the reality is, Three right? Working from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four and a half hours. Oh, God. There goes an entire day again. Um... But the reality of working from home is it is, in my opinion, 70,000 times better for your productivity. For a lot of people, working from home is way more productive than working in an office. There are absolutely people who, like, need that fucking office environment to maintain their productivity. But, yeah, there are, like, once you, once you get your sort of system down... Mm-hmm. Uh, it is usually way better to work from home. You get so much. Like I know, I remember when I first started uh, working from home because, like, back in Game Arena, right, I had to work out of an office, uh, and they would get like they'd get into me because uh, it didn't look good to have empty, like, an empty seat where someone was supposed to be working because the fucking the hoity toity fucking captains of industry above uh telstra media right would mm. walk past right because we were all on we we're all in 400 george which was the head office of fucking telstra and like so they could you know they walked by and you know the fucking the the ceo would walk through and they like you know, manage my manager's manager's manager would like fucking freak out and be like, "Why is why are people at their desk? Oh, what's going on?" Uh oh. you know, they say that Jobs never at his desk, and I, I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm doing my job." Uh, and then they'd get upset when I was at my desk during meetings because again, I was doing my job. But then when all of that ended, I and I started working from home and doing like fucking freelance. I was blown away at what. What used to take me like days, right, like writing a review used to take me days because there would be constant interruptions, emails, little meetings that meant nothing, all this kind of stuff like and you know the general managing of a website, but I could knock out fucking two and a half thousand three three thousand words in like three to four hours all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what is this is amazing? Is this what working from home is like?" And then, yeah, that's it, right? I'd knock out my fucking work. And then you can go do whatever you want, right? Like, the reality, like, there's many studies that say, like, working an eight-hour workday out of an office is not filled with eight hours of work. Like, yeah. that's just not happening. But, uh, yeah, if you're doing it from home, right, without someone peering over your shoulder... You just get like and all you have to do is get your fucking work done. You get your work done, right? You're free to fucking do whatever you want. Let's play some Warzone, right? But
2: Yeah.
1: Got to get the work done first. Sure. That's the only problem. I have to actually get my work done or else I will lay awake at night stressing about the work I didn't do today, which
0: all right. yeah. yeah. And in some um in some occupations, I guess that it, that's something it's viable. Like it's it's being pr- proven right now in this current climate. Um, you know, my my wife's at home working from yeah. home because, like I said, they've shut down all businesses. Unless you're a, a grocery store or a, a somewhere that sells food or a pharmaceutical or anything like that, then you can't be open. <laughs> like that's just what they're doing. And yeah. if you work in an office, you, you're not allowed to anymore um yeah like they they've they were already putting a lot of those practice into place you know weeks ago um but this is more of like a you know this it's time to do it now so a lot of the states are starting to push that for uh rather than put it on the businesses um so yeah like that stuff is being proven I, i saw that like the nbn co were touting that oh we're we're lifting the bottleneck or the the bandwidth limit on the nbn so uh people can get faster speeds it's like all right you're giving what what 20 percent of 20 megabytes is <laughs> how, how much, much? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <Woo>! okay <laughs> yeah settle
1: down higher and higher <laughs> uh, yeah uh i haven't noticed my my network fall over yet but uh, i'm waiting for it to come i'm waiting for it to happen i'm stressing it's mm. gonna start happening at some point i'm on the ...like, the highest... Uh, ...tier... though, so I would be surprised... ...if it actually impacted me... ...in a noticeable way... ...because... Yeah. ...I've said this before... ...except for... ...in specific use cases... ...uh... ...I don't think... ...like, most people won't notice... ...a, a significant tip... Yeah. ...like, someone was... ...someone was boasting... ...Nate... ...Nate was signing up for... ...they have cancelled the fucking planes... No flights. They've canceled all flights and there are still planes flying over the top of me. It's driving me fucking bananas. Anyway, um, yeah, Nate was talking about how he's finally able to sa- sign up for the NBN and he's, he's talking about he's, he's got two options, Aussie Broadband and what's that Sky one? Sky, Skynet or something? I don't know what the fuck it's called. Sk- Skynet uh. is, I uh, <laughs> don't think it's that one. It's probably Skynet. Um, Dodo. The dodo (laughs) um skynet i'm going to skynet anyway uh he's like skynet uh skynet average speed is this and aussie's average speed is this and it was like 92 versus like 89.5 or something i'm like you aren't going to notice that Hmm. (laughs) it's that is that is like four seconds like downloading a game will take four seconds longer uh comparatively. Like that is inconsequential. And it also uh,
0: depends on like where like a- what is an average speed compared to yeah, where yeah, it actually that, is and is where the exchanges and all that sort of stuff.
1: Such a yeah broad bucket to draw from. Uh yeah. But um yeah, percentage wise most people won't yeah. notice. There are cool. obviously like I was saying, like instances where you're definitely gonna notice. Um but yeah, most of the time yeah
0: i'm on um i'm on a a gigabit and uh i've done those speed test things and mine gets up to like just shy of that speed so i don't know like (laughs) how much further they could just be like well let's uncap this and see how fast it actually goes (laughs) yeah
1: yeah let's uh let's start start this shit um yeah
0: like back in sydney when i was on a um 100 got pretty close to that as well it'd be like 96 or ninety, ninety seven 97 around there um but also yeah. it's the the use cases for that sort of stuff what are you going to use it for there's not a lot of things in my daily life that i'd be using other than downloading games really quickly which is what i primarily use it for yeah um like i had i just had some review code come through before we started that i needed to download and it was 30 gig and i just basically clicked the button and had it running while we were Sitting here and that finished pretty quickly. But yeah, other than browsing, like browsing the internet, you're not going to use any of that. It doesn't, yeah, for it's gaming nice to have the,
1: the bandwidth, right? Like the, yeah. the extra bandwidth allows you to do other things while it's happening, you know, while sure. I can watch if you've got a family or something, Stan or whatever. Uh, and yeah, like it doesn't impact my gaming at all and all that kind of stuff. It's but like, yeah, most of the time, it, it's either uploading, uploading is a huge part. Of why I have the highest tier um, Because For whatever reason They refuse to do Upload, download Tied together So uh, whatever um, Mine's 40 so or something 40? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. got a, gigabyte, a gigabit down and 40 up Something like that yeah That's what I've got 40 up <laughs> What the fuck yeah. That's amazing That is crazy Oh my lord. Well, yeah, anyway. Um so it's not just Australia. I was I was about to say it was some Australian fucking dumb thing, but no. Maybe it's in a dumb thing for us. Maybe they, they're like, Oh, this fucking prick, he's Australian. He's gonna fucking they're a nation of pirates, they are. They're a <laughs> nation of thieves. Yeah. Put him on forty up. And that's what they got you on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um yeah. I don't know what point we were making.
0: I don't know. We've yaped on for twenty minutes about nothing. It's like, about nothing. Seinfeld. Yeah,
1: that's, that's one episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> nice. Um, talk about. Shall we talk about some games? Yeah, man. Let's do that. I've been playing a game called Paperclips. Right. Uh, it's a. You're going to like this. It's a clicker game.
0: Ah, oh, I've played this. Yeah. Um, you're. A while back, yeah, years ago, I think we played it. We uh, played it? I
1: don't no. I, I think, think when
0: we were going it. through the whole Clicker thing, it might have been one of those games. where I was like, "I'm gonna check this out."
1: Right. Well, I missed it. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it's bananas. Um, yeah, it gets crazy out of control. You start by making paper clips by clicking, and then you've got like paper clip making machines and then you're manipulating the stock market and then you're creating a hive mind and then you've converted all of the planet's resources into paperclips and that's as far as I've gone so far but it's pretty bananas yeah yeah. it looks like a website
0: that was made by I don't know a high school student that was learning like JavaScript or something hmm or HTML, because yep. that that is all it is, like a HTML button.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so you know, it's nice to have a new clicker game. I love my clicker games. Um, and this one goes in some pretty weird places, weird directions. So yeah, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, uh, that's that one. I don't know. I, so I've only been playing it for a day. Uh, why?
0: the question (laughs) yeah why
1: why am i playing it yeah uh i uh trog uh one of the old game arena admins yep tweeted tweeted that he'd been playing it and i decided to have a look and uh down the rabbit hole i went um and how close did you get to going back to cookie clicker has Cookie Clicker had updates? I get like I get. They tempted. update it all the time, right? I'm pretty sure right? they do. I'm pretty sure they do, but oh, I don't want. I don't. Um, no, don't check. Don't check during the podcast. This is all of our worst podcasts. Come where you look at Cookie Clicker during the fucking podcast because mm-hmm. you pay minimum attention.
0: Oh, hasn't cook- okay. Last update was in uh
1: last year, about six months ago wow so it's a dead game then. <laughs> dead
2: <laughs> hmm, hmm.
1: Cool. I don't know what they're doing these days uh yeah right Sounds like, like, they're like Valve or something Valve are literally about to release a game and they released a game two weeks ago no. but no All right. no they're not make, they don't make games alright my bad I checked. Uh, you checked yeah, yeah. uh Let's skip on from that. What, what else do right. we got?
0: Uh, we got uh, Monster Train. Uh, it's a game I talked about last week, which is a deck building game um, where you're on a, a train. Uh, enemies board the train and you've got to try and put together uh, a defense to try and combat the enemies that are jumping on this train. And um, I very briefly played like one sort of run last uh, last week when I talked about it and since then i've jumped in and played maybe four or five more and each one kind of goes for about an hour or f- 45 minutes so far at least because uh, it's a like a roguelike game or a dungeon caller where you make your way through these levels and you upgrade your characters and your cards and uh, eventually you die and you start again but you level up um you know the characters you've got i think they're called champions uh you make them stronger and so that next time you go through it you've got more knowledge about how um, you know how these cards work what sort of strategies you should be using and also the cards are a little bit better uh, yeah man I'm, I'm really digging this game a lot uh, it's in like a closed beta at the moment um, the time for release on it is somewhere in the next like four or five months it's got like q2 uh, 2020. And yeah. I'm really enjoying it uh, I think the only thing that I would like to see them change is sort of like the uh, the progress that you're making on leveling up these characters feels a bit slow um, yeah especially for like a 45 minute run that I'm sort of having like I'd like to it be more meaningful I guess because um, at this stage it seems like I'm only getting like one experience level per sort of run um and i it doesn't feel like it's really adding too much to um my progress but again that could be on purpose because it's a closed beta sort of one week trial type thing um but yeah i really dig it a lot uh i've told the guys that are looking after the pr for it like yeah keep me on the loop on this one because uh i'm i'm having a lot of fun with it and so um and i know you've installed it as well because i kind of wanted your thoughts on it even more so now because i jumped in and started playing slay the spire yeah um and it's it's not exactly the same but it uses like it borrows a bunch of elements um like it seems to be maybe inspired by that a little bit you've like you've got these um like artifacts that you pick up every uh once in a while that sort of add to your your bonuses and uh you're doing a lot of like looking at cards and trying to figure out what's the best sort of combinations to use and and every time you sort of go to the next level um you're allowed you're able to remove cards or uh upgrade them or acquire new ones or get different spells and like the slay the spire seems very uh, so, like I don't know if this is a massive sort of genre where a lot of games are uh, sort of going this way, um, but it feels like I've played like two or three games recently that have those types of mechanics that I've not seen before. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think you'd probably dig it because it seems like they've got a bit of a connection between um, Slay the Spire and Monster Train at least.
1: Like, so I I downloaded it. It's downloaded, it's ready to play uh, while I was downloading, while it was downloading in the background, uh, because it's like there's two stages to getting this game uh, because it's not available yet. So I had to download it and then download the available copy. Yeah. And because of that, I started downloading the playable copy. And uh, then I, I started playing paperclips while I waited for it to download. Right. And then, uh, like, I blinked twice, and 16 hours had passed, and I would amassed 14 trillion paperclips. <laughs> but I hadn't played any Monster Train. I'm like, fuck! I was going to play that for podcast, but uh, yeah, too late, too late. It was. Uh, I ran out of time. But yeah, um. One more so more day. two more days. All right, I'll get in. Don't worry. Um. So you're playing. So you've been playing Slater Spire then. I did one run of Slay the Spire and I got
0: yeah. uh, halfway through Act 3. I don't know if that's good. Nice. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. And then I got smashed by something. Like, <laughs> I just got to the point where I didn't have enough cards to deal with this thing. Like, yeah. Blocking cards. It was doing a stupid amount <laughs> yeah. of damage, like 20 times 4 or something. And I'm like, I've only oh, yeah. got 80 health. Like, This thing's going to one-shot me. And, yep. like, the cards that I can put down are, like, block for five. Oh, well, that one's no good. Uh, block for 11. I'm like, I need, like, six more of them, and there's, I don't have anything like that in my deck. Um, yeah. So, eventually, I just hit a point. Oh, uh, um,
1: I don't even know. Did I get what? a choice to pick someone? <laughs> uh, were you, like, just bashing shit, or did you have, like, orbs, or did you to what's the other one um it, it maybe was some sort of melee character with strikes yeah so do you have to unlock the other ones as you play i don't even i i just kind of i can't remember button. what starting out in the Spire was like yeah so i can't remember if yeah because the one you're playing as um i think i think that was the one that took me the longest to actually fucking like finish yeah um like like, get through the entire... get to the heart of the spire with. Like, right. it took me the the longest time to actually wrap up because, I don't know, I just feel like he's kind of shitty. Mm. Uh, if I'm being frank, um, the others have just... He's just sort of a fucking white bread, you know, and the others are interesting. And the newest one is banana bread. Um, like, just the stuff you're doing is slapping some fucking butter and Vegemite on and then that's your sandwich. Whereas the others, like, the other ones you're doing, like, so much. You're like, oh, well, you know, I've got this rye and I'll get some corned beef and sauerkraut and I've got myself a big fucking delicious sandwich. Uh, But yeah, the first guy, I can't remember what he's called. He's so boring. I can't remember to be fair, I can't remember what any of them are called. But yeah uh, as you play through you unlock more of the artifacts as well um so that like they won't appear until mm. you've played through a couple of times with the one character um and some of those artifacts can be quite the difference maker which is a philosophy a game design philosophy i don't really agree with necessarily like it's not something that i, I find a lot of fucking uh enjoyment in or um anything like that because I think that what it does is stalls out the player's progress until they get through and I found that very like was very much the case with that particular uh, hero in Slater Spy was I felt like I had more success when I had access to his better artifacts later on whereas the other ones I mean the DLC character I won on my second attempt or third attempt oh, or something? You're saying it's pay to win? Ha! No. Uh, I think they worked <laughs> out how to how to like balance characters a bit better. Sure. Because so I think what they were trying to do wasn't like artificially uh, extend the length of the game. I think what they were trying to do was uh, more give you a chance to master like lower tier aspects of a character uh, and then give you artifacts to sort of do a lot more with them. But the pace at which you get that, get those, like, artifacts hmm. is slow in a way that doesn't, like, allow you. you sort of instead form, like, it's habit forming. You know, yeah. you form bad habits as that brute character, whatever the fuck he's called. Um, and then when the new artifacts arrive, it's more about changing, like, altering those habits. Uh, when what you need to be doing is sort of playing with those artifacts in mind type of thing, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, although that's obviously not the most efficient way to play it. It's just me and deck builders. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, the Spy is amazing. I'm definitely keen to play Monster Train. Uh, yeah, hopefully I don't. The,
0: the only thing I'm, I'm sort of... Um, the. That- I guess, put me off a bit as you're talking about these artifacts and that sort of thing. Um, again, I felt like I put enough time into it where I should have got more out of my yep. reward. Uh, because like I said, I got halfway through Act 3. I put about maybe an hour and a half yeah. into it, maybe even more um, on my first run. And then I came out of that and I think I got one thing and I was like, is that all it's going to give me? Is my strategy just to tank (laughs) like six games in a row so i get stuff out of it like i don't know it just like it just felt like i did all this work and then i just got like this tiny little wooden axe and i'm like oh okay fair enough like yeah all right maybe i need to be more crap at this (laughs) or maybe i just got Uh, really lucky and got some good cards Uh,
1: i don't know uh yeah like no that's basically exactly what i was I was talking about really like yeah. that feeling is exactly what I thought they had a problem with uh and the yeah. one they fixed with the the DLC character um but yeah, the, try the other characters as well cuz they're a lot more exciting there's a lot more like uh more interesting things you can do like the mm. decoy is my flat out favorite um just the shit you can like you can just sit there and do nothing and it'll just fucking blitz cunts if you've played your cards correctly um cause it's very important that you like ditch ditch cards like it's it's as important for you to get rid of cards or not take cards as it is that you like build out your hand and stuff like that and it's one of yeah. those that's one of those things that takes a while for people to work out but I've seen like I don't know if they still work but I Remember back in the day, people had like decks that were like three cards long. And so they would literally just cycle through these three cards. <laughs> and like every fucking turn, all they would be doing, but they would be doing a staggering amount of fucking damage because of how quickly they were cycling through these cards and stuff. Mm. Um, which is rad, yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot that's rad in, in Slay the yeah, Monster Train's got that as well, like the different
0: characters. I think the, the yeah. build that we're playing in the moment's got two. Uh, yeah. I haven't touched the second one at all because I've, I've basically just put like five or six hours into the one deck at the moment. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll like just sort of save myself for when it actually comes out so I can check those out at a later time. But it, it seems like there's going to be a lot of content from from just that alone, yeah. like having different uh, builds and different characters. You can sort of play around with um yeah it's really interesting yeah awesome all cool. right um the other game that i've been playing is round guard uh i don't know if you saw this but this popped up on my steam list and i don't know i was just kind of looking for the new games to check out um it was released pretty recently sure. and um had some pretty good reviews on it and i was about to pull the trigger on buying it uh, until I decided I would uh, do a quick Google search and see if uh, I could get it from anywhere else um, oh yeah. that was maybe cheaper or, or anything like that or, like, what other platforms. And it was on Apple Arcade, which is really handy oh. because I have Apple Arcade. Yeah. So I downloaded it on that, uh, and I've been playing it. Uh, I only started playing it yesterday. But it's basically, is this a fucking Peggle? Yeah, it's basically like a Peggle game, but a dungeon crawl, a dungeon crawl Peggle game.
1: What the fuck?
0: <laughs> yes, it's it's amazing. Um, so you play as, um, like a character that you sort of fling around um, this set contained area, where they're much like Peggle. There's enemies on the uh, on the screen as well as uh, like chests you can unlock to get gold and that sort of thing. Um, so you think about peggle? I don't even know how to explain what fucking peggle is. Like, what type of genre is that? It's sort of its own thing. Pe- peg, <laughs> yeah, a peg
1: game.
0: Um, pachinko, I suppose, sort of like a former pachinko. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so in this game, in uh, Round Guard, you start off as a character. Um, this character has a certain amount of health. They've got uh, damage that they can they can do, and uh, manner as well and so you use your finger at least in this case on the mobile platform uh, you sure. aim your, your character towards the pegs or the enemies or the whatever it is you want to get you fire them and it, and off they go they get shoot and there's like physics and the thing bounces around and it hits the other pegs and eventually it gets all the way down the bottom and much like Peggle um, in Peggle there was like a little like jar down the bottom that would move backwards and forwards and if you got it inside the jar you can get like a free go because uh, in Peggle you only had a certain amount of balls to get through each uh, like puzzle that it was giving you. Whereas in this game, it's got like a mat that, that moves backwards and forwards across the bottom of the screen. And if your character lands on the mat, they're safe and they bounce off it. And yay, everything's all cool and dandy. Uh, but if they miss it, they land into a pit of spikes and they take damage. Um, right. And then that minuses some of their health away. On top of that you're trying to clear out the screen from the enemies that are on the board and enemies are able to do damage to your character as well so if you hit them or maybe they've got projectiles or they they could have swords to defend them um so sometimes if you hit them you'll receive damage and eventually you're trying to progress through each level without dying uh as well as uh, the enemies that are on the board, you've got, like I said, the um. there's like pots that give you gold. There's also mana potions that give you mana to use your spells and abilities. And there's also health potions or health pots that allows you to g- regain more health. Uh, and so you progress through each level and um, much like, I guess, Slay the Spire, you've got a map that you're able to traverse and you can choose which directions you want to go. Uh, it might be off to another dungeon with enemies in it or it could be a treasure room that's got a bunch of gold or items in it or it could be a boss fight as well. Um, and if you complete those ones, you generally get like a, uh, a really good reward out of it. Um, on top of that, you've got uh, gear that you can equip your characters with. So new types of weapons that have damage stats. Um, it could be like a basic axe that you start off with. that does a certain amount of damage to each peg enemy that's on the board because uh, each peg it's not like a one-shot kill they might have a certain amount of health and you got to hit them a couple times uh so your your actual weapons could do more damage or maybe they do like a poison effect so um or or stuff like that There's is like a different variety of anim- uh, weapons that you can sort of pick up uh there are uh, gear for your yourself like clothing that gives you uh more health and and that sort of thing as well um and what else is there yeah i mean it i'm not too far into it i've only sort of played three or four runs really quickly but it seems like every time you um you die you get given some sort of artifact that gives you like a boost so that you can take it through the next time with you and uh and begin it again and it's it looks like the, the character actually levels up as well um and i don't think i don't think that's like a i don't think it is a um a thing that carries over each time you restart the run i have to check that i'm not 100 sure but i know that the character can level up and it gets new items and abilities and that sort of stuff um but as far as i'm aware so far the only thing that carries across with you is these artifacts and also runes which i haven't unlocked uh any of those yet um so there are things that you can take across with you when you restart those runs but um much like a dungeon crawler or a roguelike game, you're sort of taking across like knowledge and, and, uh, very slowly building into like a, um, a bit, bit more of a powerful character, but not, not too powerful. So, yeah, man. Like, it's, it's basically Peggle, like a updated version of Peggle. Like, Peggle went and got, like, uh, had a dungeon crawler game and then slammed it right. together. And it's like, that's what you get. Um, it's obviously, like, it doesn't feel as, I don't know, like, Peggle had a feel about it. Like, the the, the ball of Peggle felt really weighty and good. Um, yeah. Whereas this feels a little bit floaty, uh, maybe a bit too bouncy. Um, kind of like, uh, Peg, Peggle was sort of like a pinball machine, right? You, like, you fired the ball and you kind of knew exactly where the trajectory was of where these... Yeah you know, where it would ricochet off and you sort of aim it. Whereas this is a bit more, um, you'd fire it and kind of feels a bit more like Angry Birds. Like the, the, the weight behind the character. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, uh, I've only played a, a little bit in the last day, but I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> like I definitely was not expecting a, a Peggle dungeon crawler. Um, but I, I'm in for it. Like I want to see how far, down I'll go with this one because uh, I was a huge fan of Peggle and Peggle 2 and all the other ones that came out and it's something that we haven't really seen sort of being revived recently um, so I'm I'm definitely keen to play that a lot more because love me some Peggle
1: yeah, yeah is it it's, it's worth 30
0: bucks I don't know if it's worth is it worth 30 bucks I guess the currency conversion I think it was 19 20, or
1: s- 28 or something in Australian
0: yeah I I haven't put enough time into it to sort of know how deep it is right um but and I don't know what else it's available on other than Steam and Apple Arcade um but I guess if you've got Apple Arcade you can you can check it out otherwise I don't know how else you can play it really right. go watch some videos on YouTube see what you think
1: um, yeah yeah okay because, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's worth 30 bucks from your right. description. Like, I'd definitely play the fuck out of it on the mobile, but it's not available on Android, so... Yeah. I'm getting uh, boned again there, but, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's 19 US
0: over here at the moment. Right. Uh, and it I went and seems, looked, seems like it I only went, came out last, like, end of last week, so it's quite new. Uh, Maybe
1: there'll be a on or something at some stage. I went and looked at uh, oh, it's playing time again. Of course, um, went and looked at uh, the games that were new and trending because that's where Round Guard is. Hmm. And for ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents, you could buy uh, AI showed you AI, which contains apparently simulation sexual content, hmm. and first person shooter nudity but it looks like it's basically dead or alive extreme beach volleyball uh, but way creepier and it's by those people uh, illusion who did that um heinous rape play game right which so it can't possibly be a good thing and it, the reviews talk about downloading a patch, uh, from the main website that allows you to experience the full game which they don't go into much yeah uh, but it's uh 69 over here nice uh, yeah. so that's that's some sort of weird sex game right there's a lot on steam like that- I I check steam quite a lot to be like what's new and what's out
0: and there's a right. lot of those games that are out all the time so uh, right. Browse- yeah.
1: browsing sexual content recommended bean battles what the fuck bean battles a a unique unique take on the popular genre of battle royales. how is this sexual content you're a bean what the fuck steam cyberpunk is apparently in there gift girl that looks awful maxman max gentleman sexy business Okay, fair enough. Yeah, how have I never run across this genre before? Bullet Girls Fantasia. All right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's a VR one called VR Paradise. VR. Pa- where is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's showing up under popular VR games for me. Oh.
1: Huh. How come a, you don't even have fucking VR? What the uh, fuck?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think it knows I've been looking at a lot of <laughs> trying to get a VR kit.
1: Oh my lord. Well anyway. shit, eh? Yeah. Uh um, yeah. Alright, yeah, I, so I'll probably talk about Round a bit more next
0: week when sure. I when I get a bit more into it, but I'm digging it so far. Um I think biggest downfall of it, it doesn't have a like a song there's no song you know how, how peg had like ode to joy when you have a year was ode to joy yeah of course you like get the last peg and everything and explode and the big rainbows and bright colors um this does like the rainbow thing but there's no like catchy song it's just kind of it's disappointing like it needs Need to play some uh i don't know some metallica or something that'd be oh yeah that'd be good nice
1: which song by metallica uh, battery. Let's just go. All right, <laughs> straight into it. Fucking all in. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right, cool. That's yeah. that. That is I'm that. short this week.
0: Yeah, it's okay. We did four hours nearly last week. I think it's, it's true. Maybe even longer. Um, we've done a couple like three and a half hour ones the last couple of weeks. Call Duty, Call,
1: Call of, of Duty, Duty, Warzone. First things first solos are out solos are out yeah. and I played I played my one and only solos game yesterday and I fucking won it <laughs> and I'll tell you what solos are easy baby it's just fucking easy no I put up a clip I clipped out all my kills I got six kills I didn't die um I put them all up, Like put them clips and wall into one little video yeah. uh <clears throat> that was pretty dull if i'm being frank uh solos is pretty dull well my my enemies were just fucking oof they weren't very like i don't know the one guy who got the drop on me one guy got the drop on me but he just landed with a pistol so he didn't have a real gun he would have killed me he would have killed me 100% if he'd had anything other than a pistol so I feel really bad for him he was the only one I felt had a fucking chance at actually killing me he got like he had me fucking clean uh the fucking aim punch shit was fucking up my aim uh I was panicking cause I didn't expect him to be there uh and yeah he should he probably should have killed me everyone else I just fucking blapped. uh it was easy clap as they say. Um, Yeah, it was weird, man. Like, it was very odd, because, I don't know, just, it it was, it was... I went in with, like, full-blown situational awareness, and, like, aware that people were going to be fucking... You know, it's... There's no... No one to help me back up. No one to fucking keep me in this. But I did only have to get a kill on someone. I didn't have to fucking down and then finish and then worry about teammates i just had to down and then worry about the noise i'd made Hmm. but nobody seemed to care about the noise that they were making that's what was weird about it like people were just like getting into fights with callous disregard for the fucking potential for being third party there was one dude Uh, In the video, uh, I don't think you've seen it, but in the video, there's one dude literally prone on the top of a hill just shooting. I saw him. He wasn't shooting. uh, He was just prone. Like, he he shot once, uh, so I knew he was up there. And then I popped my UAV, and he hadn't shot again. He was just prone, lying there, waiting to snipe. And he didn't move at all, right? Like, he would have gotten the fucking notification. Enemy has UAV uh in the area but didn't give a fuck mm. i walked up behind him and blacked him it was super easy um yeah that was fucking bananas and when i when i blapped him and when i blapped the other dude down the hill from him that should have been it i should have been well i should have been third party by fucking hill dude when i killed the dude down by the trucks right there's dude down by the trucks i should have been killed by hill dude then and when I went up and killed Hill Dude, I should have been killed by one of the other fucking three motherfuckers in the still in the game then. But they were all just fighting amongst each other. In this one tiny area. Which was weird. Uh, anyway, I think the last guy couldn't get over the... Like, trapped himself behind a wall. Couldn't get over the wall. And so he had to run out of the circle to get to a point where he could actually jump over the wall. And so he ate a bunch of shit and it was very easy to finish off. But I'd already, like... I emptied like a full clip into him already Hmm. so uh yeah he was already in a bit of a state uh but yeah still sucks to be him bad luck buddy uh yeah it was good like it was good fun but it's uh I don't know I just I never I don't like solos in any battle royale it's a completely different experience in my opinion uh and it's not a game that I want to play basically. I think... So, like... I didn't get sent to the Gulag, but I think the Gulag would probably make sol- Solos a bit of a different experience. Because hmm. that first death wouldn't be as devastating to your chances, yeah. Like, but who got the gun first, or... Yeah. Anything like but, that. But... But, yeah. Uh, apart from that... It's playing time again. Um, yeah, apart from that, like... I don't know. It was, it was cool. It's just not not my preferred style of play. You played some solos too, right?
0: Yeah, I played a couple games. Um, it's definitely different. Like I, I I've always enjoyed playing um, PUBG by myself. Um, yeah. do To have to worry about my teammates doing stupid shit, sure. but yeah, it's it's definitely different because the um, I guess the the kill streaks really change that up a lot and I, I still think that needs to be like something needs to be done with that because I can basically just get I can land I can um, go through a couple houses get enough money pick up a UAV fire off a UAV see if anyone's in the area if there if there is then I can generally go find them if there isn't and I can just keep looting and, and you get to the point where you can just keep popping off UAVs in that game like one after the other because they're just so cheap um, yeah, like I had a game the other day where I basically just sat in like the mil- one of the, the, uh, buildings in the military base, which I was sort of on the edge of the circle, put up a UAV. I saw that there were a bunch of people outside the circle that were heading towards me. And so I just, I could just sit there and just pick, pick people, people off. Uh, and yeah. I had enough money that every time I fired off a UAV, I could just go get another one <laughs> straight, like yeah. straight away. Uh, so I killed like four people just in this one spot. And I knew that like they couldn't do anything because they were running into the circle. And I had UAVs for like a minute and knew exactly where each person was. Um, yep. Obviously, there's but there's ways to counter that with your perks. Um, yep. Like the cold-blooded perk, uh, which is it cold-blooded? Yeah, I think that, yeah, that sort of and, negates you from UAV. And, or ghost. ghost. sorry. Cold Blood is just thermal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ghost, ghost uh, you know, is a counter to that. But at the same time, like, I think it. a lot of people probably aren't running that because there's better perks to run. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, I still think there's something that needs to be done with those uh, buy stations and, like, how much stuff costs. Maybe they need to be tweaked a little bit, jack the prices up. Make them a bit more expensive, um, especially I think they need
1: like, to get more expensive, ten percent more expensive every time you fucking buy one. Cool one, that's in. what I think. Yeah, yeah that's yep. that's
0: a interesting way to do it. The um, the like self revive kits probably too cheap as well. That that's basically yeah. just a like everybody gets a gold shield at that stage, like an apex gold shield. They're yep. too cheap, uh, especially because they don't take up a slot. So you yeah. just buy one like and it doesn't matter if you've got the money you just pick it up and yep. you're good to go yep. um, so th- that stuff I want to see changed I still think like we were talking about last week the loadout system needs to change uh, needs to be more I think it needs to be more expensive or even uh, depending on which mode it is have it so that you can't have three people running and grabbing the same loadout like make them all call one in uh, make it yep. more expensive and then limit some of the stuff you can do with it, I guess, because you're you can basically instantaneously get the game that, the gun that you want. I think that yeah. needs to change a little bit, because uh, everybody's running like a um, assault rifle sniper combo at this stage, and you can put whatever you want on there, like thermal scopes and that sort of stuff, which aren't generally in the game, like in that mode. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to see that I've sort of I've stuff gone change.
1: all the way down the rabbit hole on this shit, man. I yeah. think loadouts, as they exist right now, are specifically counter to the nature of a battle royale. Yeah, uh, and I don't. I think they well, need to they, be. They counter the to
0: changed. the loot loot phase of the battle royale, not the, the yeah. survival phase.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so I think something dramatic needs to to change to rectify the impact that they have on the game because. Yeah, they're too cheap. Uh, it's it's in a in a threes game. It's basically two thousand bucks each, which is easy. Uh, I still haven't bought one in because they drop so fucking so regularly that I've never had to fucking pay for one. Right, they're just there. You just go and get one. There's no mm. need to fucking buy it. Uh, but like, I've I've always got. tons of money Uh, even in games there was that game where I bought fucking Jai back in I got 13 kills and I bought Jai back in three fucking times that's like what $13,500 to buy him back in and I still had enough for a UAV and a self revive and I could have bought a fucking loadout as well because once you kill 13 fucking people you tend to have a bunch of money um. yeah like it's just goofy uh, so they're too cheap they're too easily spread out what they introduce into the game is too fucking it's too strong right I understand that they have if they got rid of thermals then they'd have to rework Cold Blooded otherwise no one would pick it I suppose but that hmm. doesn't fucking matter just do that the fact is like the way battle Royales work isn't the same as regular call of duty so it's going to need different balancing mm. right and, if, and they already acknowledge that that is somewhat the case with they made changes to other other perks other yeah. perks in the like it's so it's not like they don't recognize that some perks don't work straight off the bat just make some fucking changes to Cold-Blooded. Or just make it not available. Make, make some, like fucking Warzone-specific loadouts. Make Warzone-specific loadouts so that people... And, you know, restrict a whole array of things. In that solo game, uh, I shut that dude... Like, shut the last guy out from attacking me by... I had a bunch of Thermite. I got Thermite in my underbarrel grenade launcher. Right. So I just fucking blocked him out of the fucking circle with thermite right like I don't know if that's why he chose to go the d- direction he did or you know necessarily if it worked or not but it, it did it definitely changed the landscape of his entry into the fucking circle and they shouldn't exist the mm. game is balanced towards having fucking two lethals but I could have a therm. I could have thermite under barrel I could have a fucking regular frag grenade under barrel smoke whatever the fuck right it changes the fucking balance dramatically so that basically if i'm rocking a fucking underbarrel grenade launcher i have what like a rocket launcher and a and a assault rifle and it's faster for me to switch and i guess the only downside is i can't fucking i can't what, lock on a fucking helicopters or something? Right? So get rid of underbarrel grenade launchers. If they're banned in the CDL, it should be banned in fucking... uh, In... Warzone. I don't understand. Mm. Like... It, shields as well. I specifically won a game off the back of a shield. Uh, I put up a video where my game was... Just dropping frames like a motherfucker. Like, tanking. Hardcore. Uh... Basically, according to my G-Force, it was dropping at twenty frames, but I think it was dropping far further and recovering to twenty frames by the time it updated. Uh, because so what I was getting was basically just halts, halts as I played, like, and then I would just warp, sort of like fucking the the time skip episode of Futurama where they're just like playing basketball and then suddenly the score is like fucking 400 or whatever. I'm like, oh, so that happened, right? Like that's what was happening to me, right? Not, Not a great fucking outcome for me. The only reason I was alive in that game was because I had to run from where I was into the circle and I got shot in the back and I had the shield on my back and it blocked incoming fire fucking ages. What the fuck are you supposed to do about that? As a shoot enemy player. <laughs> right shoot oh just shoot yeah just shoot their legs it's so easy. Right? Yeah, they're fucking running away. They're getting smaller and smaller as they go. Oh my god. Yeah, like absolutely ridiculous. And then if I would have flip it out, if I had like if my team wasn't all dead already. Uh like they could have we could have walked in staggered like fucking Rainbow Six and shit. Right, she was ridiculous. Hmm. grenade launches are ridiculous. Yeah, like they got to do something about loadouts. My yeah. personal preference, right, remains to eliminate weapons from loadouts. Uh, I do not think you should be able to bring lo- weapons in. They will never do it. Right, the cynic, the cynic in me, uh, sp- says that they have, they have loadouts available so that people will be encouraged to buy Call of Duty Modern Warfare so they can unlock the meta guns like the Odin uh, and then use those in multiplayer so they can level them up and then bring them into the warzone as overpower weapons, right? That's the cynical part of me. The less cynical part of me believes that Call of Duty, you know, Infinity Ward probably believes in their warzone product enough that they wouldn't feel the need to do that, but... I don't know, the cynics winning most of the time. Um, So there's, like... Yeah, there's... I I think there's zero chance they ever get rid of weapons in loadouts, but the loot phase of a fucking Battle Royale is critical to the Battle Royale. And if all you're doing is looting so that you can get enough money to buy a fucking loadout, that's that's not how Battle Royales work. And then you get get rid of
0: their looting phase completely because once you get the thing that you want... Once you get yeah. the care package
1: or the best weapon that you want,
0: there's no point going into any other houses other than to get utility
1: so why not just fucking drop me in with the a loadout yeah. right like why why bother with the fucking precursor what's what's the fucking point mm. right there's no point to that shit it's just yeah i th- I think they'll change it like the,
0: there's they did all the um the testing with with content creators and that sort of thing. Um, and it seemed like the big consensus coming out of that was like a, um, was the the kill streak system. Um, there was a a few people mentioning the loadout stuff, but, but I think it's gotten to the point where that wasn't something that was on their radar before. Now that it's out in the wild, they're seeing, oh, okay. Like loadouts seem to be the thing people are using now. Um, so they'll probably get around to it and fix it or make some changes in the next title update whenever that is, considering the current situation with people now working from home uh, sure. and, and how that'll sort of s- fix title updates. But, um, yeah, I do think they'll, they'll, from the sounds of it, they're going to do some stuff with kill streaks, and then hopefully do something with loadouts because uh, it does need a huge nerf just to make it more interesting, at least.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, Yeah. There's like, there's layers, right? They could, so they get rid of all weapons, uh, they could get rid of certain perks, uh, and attachments. Um, so get rid of thermal, get rid of underbarrel grenades, right shields, uh, get rid of cold blooded as a result. Um, maybe even like get rid of, um, what's the fucking, what's the one where you carry two main weapons? Uh, it's not amped
0: um i can't remember whatever it's called yeah but that allows you to have two primary weapons
1: yeah get rid of that uh so that yeah people have to use at least one of the fucking like regular weapons from the game worlds um yeah like there's there's a whole bunch of things that they could do to and and then and also raise the fucking price Right, like if they got rid of, I said, I think I said this last week. If they got rid of the weapons, I don't think they'd need to raise the price. But if they're going to keep weapons in it, right, they have to get rid of the fucking unbalanced attachments, hmm. and they have to raise the price anyway. Because yeah, I walk in with a fucking M4 with a hybrid scope, uh, internal suppression, so I don't show up on the fucking minimap, uh, an underbarrel grenade launcher and a 50 round mag and what the fuck are you what what are you going to do what's your counterplay to that right the same thing (laughs) because that's what
0: everybody's running everyone's running purpose play
1: exactly the same fucking gun right and that's stagnation right if the only way to beat the meta is to play the meta that's bad that is bad design Uh, You want variety. That's why people play fucking Battle Royales is for the variety. They want to be challenged. The win you get when you don't have your favorite loadout is the the cherished win, right? But if everyone's rolling around with the same fucking shit, their favorite fucking guns, it's just deathmatch. Yeah. Like, just just go play fucking Domination, right? If you want to stand in a circle with your preferred fucking loadout, right? Domination exists already play 10 v 10 domination you'll be fucking sweet baby like that's a circle that's got circles that's got fucking I don't know your favourite fucking loadout Mm. it's got people coming in from all sides because the spawn system's shit like fucking yeah go for it yeah but yeah look maybe they fix it you reckon they will I think they will
0: they haven't done a title update yet like a like a proper release they've done a they did a patch to put in solos but that was just bug fixes primarily um so whatever their you know big update will be we'll see some meta changes in that Uh, sort of get an idea of whatever direction there is they're going like you look at what uh was it treyarch on blackout um they were doing awesome updates with that like you know we haven't had that level of communication which is something that i think um is sorely missed because the, what they were doing was above and beyond what uh you know most studios were doing at that stage you know we're comparing things like uh PUBG corp and the difference in the communication from they were doing like daily posts like here's where we're at with with bug fixes and here's what we're thinking yeah. about doing for, for content changes haven't seen anything like that i've seen stuff nah. from the the designers like the leads talking about it on their Twitter page, but nothing like a community post um, each day, which is a bit disappointing. But, you know, I guess once they do this first update, we'll get an idea of where they're taking this. Um, and hopefully it won't be too far away. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's still in the game that people, we don't know about, like the bunkers. I think, did we find a bunker the other day? Um, yeah, we did, yeah. Like those bunkers that are closed, you can interact with them, nothing really happens. Like, there's a lot of stuff on the map that's like... Event-driven that that they're not uh, that they haven't really talked about yet. So um, I assume that that's something they got to start firing up quite soon, just to sort of you know keep keep piquing interest because the game's doing really well. What were the numbers the other day? Like fifteen million, something like that. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy numbers. And with people now being at home a lot more, um, I feel like that's just going to increase. Like I haven't had any issues getting games that whatever time uh they pretty much insta-pop for me on on either solos or or squads whatever I'm playing um and haven't had the only problems I was having was yesterday they were getting ddos by somebody uh and the servers went down for a little while but for the most part it's been pretty solid for the most part over the last week other than a couple of hitches um so Yeah. yeah it's been good um I found yeah a, it's a good game I found a grenade launcher for the, I didn't even know there were.
1: oh yeah like, the, the, I think
0: I think you <laughs> maybe found one, or someone in our team found one once I, I found one it's yeah. the first time I've seen a grenade launcher uh, I don't
1: think I got to fire it either because it was my secondary weapon <laughs> and I never fucking <laughs> yeah. pulled it out
0: that's yeah. always the thing right you get one of these guns you've, you've never seen it before uh, yeah. and you go to fire it and you kind of don't ex- know what to expect from it yep. and um yeah, so I was I was running through an area. I sort of just landed a couple of minutes ago and I was heading towards, I'd marked a um, a contract that was nearby. I was running towards it and the contract disappeared like just in front of me. I jumped through a window, the contract disappeared, which meant that someone was in the room and I could hear them running around. So I pulled out my grenade launcher and then heard the door open to the room to the right. Using, I could hear it in my, my headphones, which direction they were running in. So I fired it off into the, the room just through the window and i got a hit marker i was like oh okay and just fired a second one (laughs) he instantly died he must have been so annoyed
1: probably shit his pants um (laughs) yeah i'm surprised you're able to work out where they were based on the fucking sound yeah because fuck knows uh i was playing we're still doing our frisco's tuesday battlefield session right and uh It is crazy playing that game versus for, like, fucking Warzone. Because you can tell... I mean, we were... I I had this complaint about Call of Duty before Warzone dropped. Me and Nate were playing, uh, and we were getting snuck up on because footstep sounds weren't propagating correctly. Um, Well, they've got Dead Silent. I run Dead Silent a lot. No, this was in uh, Gunfight, so they didn't have Dead silence. Uh, Um yeah uh fucking playing battlefield you can tell you can tell where fucking i don't know what he's had for fucking what the dude upstairs slightly to the left of this the stairs maybe around the corner there's there's a window that's broken upstairs and you can tell what he had for dinner oh yeah his stomach's gurgling this way Mm. he had a bit too much tomato in his spaghetti and yeah, you're like and then in Call of Duty you're like maybe he's to my right. Yeah. You should, up or down or I don't I think he's on I my I don't left. have much issues.
0: I, I th- you should check your audio settings. It might still be set to like T V speaker or something like that. Switch it to headphones and then there's another option. Um uh, I don't know, don't know what it's called but it's there's like different frequencies that you can set them to there's like six yep. different options and one of them is for um, there's a frequency that sort of enhances footsteps as well right. uh, I don't know what it's called but yeah chuck that on because yeah like I
1: had no issues figuring out where that guy was and which room um, I feel can like can when you jump into a, a house and you can hear the crate can you tell if it's upstairs and downstairs yeah no no that's high you're yeah I can on cannot. my headphones I can tell you cannot yeah. nobody can get what do fucked? Mean nobody can nobody can it's the number one complaint about the fucking game is the sound is bad and you're like yeah no, of course I can I can tell if that's they're because, upstairs or downstairs yeah because you don't see the fucking game in regular you see fucking you just see redhead blonde brunette. get the fuck out of here Um, I would check yeah, your audio right.
0: settings really quickly just to make sure
1: me and a billion other people me and 15 million other people all just check wrong, our audio yeah yeah that's what it is yeah um <laughs> anyway um i'm still
0: doing i'm having so much fun with it um just yep. running around being being silly so i haven't had a chance to play with you guys much at all last couple of days no. but i've just sort of been jumping in by myself with randoms and whatnot it's been good. Uh really aggro and doing some crazy stuff in there. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I haven't really played much else other than Doom, which I guess we'll talk about. Yeah. Um But I, I'm I'm enjoying Call of Duty a lot. And it's interesting seeing a lot of like the PUBG streamers and content creators playing it as well. And yeah. Like like it looks like a lot of a lot of them are liking it. Um they PUBG did that recent update that was just like they put a a sight on the Tommy gun or something that finally went live the other day. Huge! It's um, yeah. It's just interesting. Like, uh, w- what stage do we see a, a like a, a prison show up in in Fortnite? Like, how long? How long is it going to take Fortnite to put the prison in? Because that <laughs> that's a, such yep. a good feature.
1: Uh, yeah, it is such a brilliant addition to the game. Um. yeah I want to see it like obviously the gulag part not just going to the prison because I if I can I'll drag my entire squad over to the fucking prison as a landing spot yeah every fucking time I reckon it's there are so many loot locations uh, it's very easily like highly defensible it's a really good spot if it's in the circle from the get go and like far enough off the path that you have to put some effort in to get there yeah. I'm going there 100 percent of the time. Because it just fucking works, man. Like it's it's a great location. But yeah, no, the gulag is fucking genius. Hmm. Um Yeah. Although, just, yeah, I just I just need people to stop punching me.
0: In I, yeah, I think they'll change
1: that. There's there's no reason for for any of that. Like I don't mind I don't mind throwing rocks. I think that's cool. I think it's funny. But <laughs> uh yeah, punching. Because now now, when someone punches me, I will punch them until I'm in the thing. I will just stand there punching them. I've started them. just spray and, painting people. Just, fuck you. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. But, uh no, I punch them because, you know, I've noticed that, like, they'll punch. They'll do, like, a couple of punches. Yeah. And then, so I'll turn around and just start punching them, right? And they'll, like, turn and run away. But I'll just... Because you got that... you got that it's little like bit aim. of warp. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I will just well yeah you like take a couple of steps you will close the distance for a melee and so i will just fucking keep punching them until like just to fucking remind them and i hope they realize just how annoying punching is because i don't give a fuck anymore i'll just fucking i'm not even paying attention i'm just fucking like punching at that point looking on another screen uh yeah but it, it, it annoys the fuck out of me anyway um yeah throwing rocks is cool um yeah. Uh what else? Um, how many wins you got? Uh, maybe 6 or 7, I think. I have 9. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 9 wins. Uh how many games played? 63 matches. I mean the top 5 go to cod5. codtracker.gg Warzone, and you can look up your fucking... No, top five. I reached the top five in 31 of my 63 games, so just shy of half. Um, I've got 235 kills, 135 deaths. Uh, This can't be correct. This can't be right. I've reached the top 25 in 65 of my 63 matches, apparently. So... That doesn't make any sense. Um, Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how do I look. Um,
0: oh, okay, there's two stats here. Well, okay, yeah, I've got six wins. Top 11%, it says.
1: Top 11. Yeah, I'm in the top 5%. Um, yeah. Out of 26, 26 games? No, that can't be right.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's tracking correctly. It's been weird. Oh, 34 matches. Right. Right. I was looking at top. It says top 10, 26 games. Okay. So, I've played 34 games so far. Um,
1: that not, seems not, low. Not as many as you. you. You've played double than me, it sounds like. Yeah, that seems it seems low. You've definitely played more than me. How, how many hours have you played for? In Warzone? It says. Yep. 13 13 hours yeah 13 and a half I've one day and 52 minutes play time apparently yeah I haven't played a lot the last couple of days like I jump in and play
0: like one or two games <laughs> right I, nobody's nobody's playing when, when I jump in you guys all play pretty late at night
1: yeah um you gotta take into account also that I was playing a bunch of games with Nate and Nate's philosophy is still the hottest of drops yeah i like hot drops uh no these are fucking hot drops these are they specifically they mark out one of those uh <laughs> magnifying glass objectives that's on the fucking flight path right and then we jump onto it uh, like the first one you see yeah you jump towards that and you do that like you just chase down those fucking crates and it's hmm. like why oh and the communication because it was nate and his mate tom communication between these dudes we landed at dam right and i'm like okay uh we'll go for we'll go for the top of the dam and we'll go over here and uh nate had marked just a place on dam okay and uh, he lands i'm like where are you going both of them land in the middle in the middle of that dam where there's you know nothing and i'm landing at the fire station on the far west of dam like, where are you guys going? What the fuck are you doing? There's a whole team with me, and like, we went to your fucking marker. It was Nate's marker, mm. and he just put it down because he was just saying, "Let's go to damn." Like, that's not my fucking marker. But I'm in the middle of a fucking firefight already because there's three cunts on top of me, and they dis- disengage. And they like when they disengage because I I got a LMG, a green LMG straight off the bat so I managed to fucking hold them off and they like sweep out and then they see Nate and Tom in the middle of this fucking dam like running towards me with pistols and they just fucking mowed them down I'm like alright so we're all going to the gulag to start this game off I guess we can try and land somewhere else Uh, but yeah they uh yeah They, they don't like I guess they just don't like winning I think that's what it is they like killing and they don't like winning. Yeah. They have different, different uh, metrics for success. But yeah.
0: Yeah. You can definitely do that. You just got to not the hottest of drops, not fight for, fight for weapons. Get a weapon and go
1: fight, people. Right?
0: Just throw some bounty hunters up.
1: You know? Yeah. We had a fucking epic game in... uh, What's it called? I can't remember. Promenade East, I think it is. Promenade... No. Yeah. Promenade West in that Down little construction um, area. Like, there's that part that's sort of under construction in Promenade West. Uh, we went in. We, like, me and Nate, busted in. Uh, actually, me, Nate, and Tom all busted in, cleaned out this team. We got fucking third-partied by this team up on the hill. They were sniping straight through the window, and because it was construction, and because they weren't dummies, they worked out that they could fucking penno. So they were just peppering this fucking... this wooden frame of a house with bullets hmm. and it felt like you couldn't go like fucking half a second without getting shot again um, so we're like we're just like under the under fire and then another team jumped those guys but another uh, uh, fifth team at this point jumped us in the house Tom went down got finished just just long enough uh, just enough time to land in the gulag but failed died to the gulag there was a we finished off the team inside and i managed to get enough money off those guys the dead guys to go buy tom back in because there was a shopping cart just outside the fucking door from us so i went swooped over bought him back in he lands we get jumped like as i'm getting back in the house they must have seen the fucking flare because then i get jumped again uh tom doesn't land on us because we're getting jumped and he's only got a pistol um and we're holding off as best we can. Somehow these dudes managed to land on our roof. I don't even know how they got up there, but uh, they're running around on top of our roof and we've got dudes coming up the stairs at the same time. And like, we're all out of utility, like 100% out of utility. But uh, I, had, I dumped a fucking mine on the stairs. And so they flash up and then sprint up the fucking... And I'm like shooting into the fucking ceiling like just spraying into this roof getting some hit markers and then fucking point break blind and, yeah point break uh and no, blind and then the other two come up the fucking stairs and the the mine takes them both out like just fucking blaps them so I look up again and this dude's still up the top of me and he's looking like once I can actually see once the white clears he's actually he's looking straight down I'm like how the fuck am I still alive and so I just start shooting again straight up he's shooting straight down I get down he gets killed and Hmm. a whole team dies like it's a full fucking squad wave and but Nate had been down by those guys like they busted up the stairs and managed to down Nate with it, like, it was a good fucking entry. If they had taken out the mine, they would have fucking wiped us immediately. Um, but they managed to get not at Nate because he just he didn't quite have enough cover, um, to hide from them and you know, wild blind and all that kind of stuff. So he gets he's downed, I'm downed, and Tom is in another house somewhere else. So we died, he's downed. Uh, well, he just couldn't get to us, right? Like, he could not bust in. He didn't even have a fucking gun. Uh, And he went into a house to get a gun and then realized there was a fucking full team upstairs from where he was. So he couldn't fucking... Then he's like, well, I can't get out of here. I don't don't have any fucking shit. There's a team above me. Yeah. Uh, And every time he'd open the door, he'd get sniped at by someone else. It was, was like, probably the craziest game I've been in because it was hectic as fuck like a really small circle Uh, it was literally closing in on that fucking construction yard the gulag had just closed so there were only like two or three circles left after that like two actual circles and then the final one that just closes Uh, Tom actually managed to survive until the circle that was like full closing Um, and I think we came I think think we came second Uh, and it was a team of three versus a one and a one and they got the the dude in third I think Tom got like downed one and was very close to downing a second and he ran out of ammo because he had like a white M13 or some shit like just a basic bitch weapon and he never managed to pick up anything else just couldn't fucking if he'd had if he'd had a fucking M4 with a grenade launcher and a hybrid scope and a grenade uh, and uh, extend barrel, uh, sorry, extended mag. He would have fucking won. That's mm. all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, no, was uh, that was a good game. It was like a lot of fun, and we got that far by playing my sort of Warzone, which involves not taking every single fight at all times and taking some time in between fights to actually do some things like buy UAVs and stuff as opposed to sprinting off to the next uh, battle which was you know but yeah good times
0: nice alright I'm sure we'll keep talking about that as things uh, as things move on Uh, we got Doom Eternal on the list that is out this week I think um, by the time you hear this, it should be around about... Is it tomorrow for you guys? Or is it somewhere around there? Friday? Tomorrow, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's Friday tomorrow for you guys. I think it's Friday here as well. Um, yeah, right. Doom Eternal is a is a uh, follow-up to Doom 2016. It uh, takes place after the events of that one where hell, I guess, is on Earth now. And the Doom Slayer needs to uh, try and fight back the demons who have invaded... Well, i guess they the invasions already happened right at this stage it's like oh it's fucked at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's done um done. he's trying to get rid of him and i guess we've been pretty vocal about our thoughts on on the original doom well, or at least yeah 2016 doom um combat was uh very fast paced but uh not so great at these giant kill chambers it didn't really incentivize you to use the weapons that you were given it was kind of like you pick the best weapon and then just use that to kill everything um joe famously is bad at video games which is why he chose the super shotgun yep um multiplayer wasn't very good i I wouldn't even
1: say very good i just say bad to clarify (laughs) bad at shooters not not all video games okay you're good at clickers well, I'm great at clickers. Don't don't get me wrong. i'm Great at clickers, <laughs> yeah, you uh, click. but I'm just bad at shooters. Yeah. Um, All right. That's why I'm in the. That's why I'm in the bottom. What was it the bottom five percent? Bottom five percent for wins in Warzone because yeah. I'm bad at shooters. Maybe oh, sorry, used- no, that's the top. Oh, sweet. Oh. Oh. So good. That's odd.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, so this is their, uh, their follow up. It's, uh, same team that's worked on the, the last game in software, and I think they've done a really good job of fixing a bunch of the problems with the last game. Um, obviously, the standout thing here is the combat. There is a reason to switch weapons now. Uh, enemies have yeah. weak points, um, which you can exploit with certain weapons. So for instance, uh, there'll be a type of enemy that comes at you that has certain types of weapons on them. It could be like rockets on their shoulders or uh, giant fucking guns on their arms and you're able to shoot those parts off of them and eventually that'll allow you to take them down easier. And so you can use specific weapons to actually do that as opposed to just running at them with whatever gun you've got. And so the game starts off really basic in terms of like the low level enemies that it throws at you. You can kind of kill it however way you want, but as the game progresses, it starts throwing these different types of enemies at you that kind of force you to change up your strategy and be like, oh, now I need to use the plasma rifle to get rid of this thing's shield. um, And then I can do damage to it or, um, you know, run at it with a shotgun and blast its rocket fucking shoulders off and then go at it from there. So they've done a much better job this time of being like, hey, we've given you all these weapons. Maybe use them against the things we've got now. Um, so I, fi- I actually found myself switching weapons quite a lot more than what I did with the previous game, which was, yeah, I mean, the, the combat is actually pretty pretty good uh, in this game now. Um, obviously, another big change is the platforming. The yep. There's a really big emphasis on the platforming now. Uh, I don't... I guess we'll get into this later, but it's it's a lot of just jumping sort of puzzles, like going from one area to another. Um, they don't really give you a range of different like gadgets or utilities that allow you to get around the level. It's pretty basic in terms of, oh, you've got a double jump or a dash now. And uh, for the most part you get a couple hours into the game and you've sort of seen everything that the game offers you in terms of its platforming it doesn't really evolve it too much and I feel like that then correlates to the the combat side as well is that you reach a point in the game where it's sort of shown its hand like it, it gives you everything that the game has to offer and then it just kind of does that same tone for the next couple of hours and it really starts to I felt like um, get very tedious, and I don't know. For, for me, it kind of felt like it overstayed its welcome. That it just it just didn't really give you anything new to sort of explore um, or try and learn mechanically. It just sort of gives you everything. At, I, I guess like the halfway point, you've unlocked all the weapons you want, you've unlocked all the upgrades, and then you're just kind of going from mission to mission. Or level to level, yeah. completing it, and at that stage, I felt like they really, maybe just didn't know what to do, or they didn't pace it properly. Um, but for me personally, I just felt like the game started to drag a lot towards the end. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I was enjoying it up until a point, and then that point hit, and I was like, I just want this game to be done now. Like, I feels like I'm doing the same thing over and over again each uh kill chamber or kill arena whatever you want to call it and uh it just wasn't exciting for me anymore like i just i was starting to get bored (laughs) so yeah for the most part i enjoyed it but it just felt too long for me or they ran out of things to give the player to do
1: like it's interesting like i 100 percent agree with you it's like two-thirds of this game is basically perfect Right? Like they just fucking nail it. Like they hit it out of the park non stop. And then it reaches a point where they're just like and uh just fucking wrap it up. They like I don't know, they season eight Game of Thrones type shit. Hmm. They're just like yeah, and and then it ends. I uh, just do some stuff, right? Like do doom and then doom stuff happens. Like fucking whatever, right? Like because there's all this like attention and care paid to how everything fucking works for so long in doom eternal and then it reaches this point where it just sort of like abandons a lot of that and you like you talk about weapon switching right and i've spoken about this a lot they incentivize it heavily by having you know the four things right the four cooldown uh like the flame belch and the yeah, items. Put, yeah put the items to put people on fire to get armor or, yeah um, or yeah the the fucking uh, punch for health health or yeah. uh, the chainsaw for like ammo ammo and grenades to stagger right grenades are notoriously uh I don't know they don't stagger nearly as much as I uh, as I figure they should but that's okay they do a lot of damage uh, it, it exists right that all that stuff exists and it, it does incentivize you to use all your abilities as much as possible and then you're also incentivized to like like go about each combat encounter in different ways and yeah by about the I probably got it a bit earlier but I didn't really rely on it all that much I was still enjoying the variance in the combat. Um, up until that point, but yeah, yeah, two thirds, three quarters of the way through, um, I found I could eliminate the flame belch altogether because I had the mastery on my super shotgun. So the sh- super shotgun has a grapple attachment now, and when you master the, the super shotgun, uh, I can't remember what the master mastery challenge is, but it's it wasn't difficult, and I knocked it out of the park real quick. But uh, yeah, once you knock, once you do it uh anything caught by your grapple is put on fire Mm. so that when you shoot them they drop armor i think it's something
0: basic like you just need to kill 15 people while grappling
1: something really easy like that super easy and it is bananas how quickly you can get it out of the way and then suddenly yeah there's no need to flame belch at all like I know some people might still do it, but it's just I never felt I was. I played on Ultra Violence. I didn't play through on Nightmare because uh, I, I don't know, didn't want to. Uh, I feel like I got nothing to prove. Um, but yeah, I played through on Ultra Violence. I'm actually glad I didn't play through on Nightmare because some of those fights would have been really fucking annoying. Like there's. I'll get into it later, but there's one enemy in particular that I think would have just been straight-up tedious on Nightmare. Um, Like, probably just unfun. Um, Yeah. I mean, you can switch to any difficulty at any time, and there's no real penalty. I I guess there's achievements. But I think the only achievement is to finish the game on Ultra Nightmare, where, like, if you die... if you die like your game's over or yeah something like that you have to restart the level or something like that but uh yeah so yeah playing on nightmare whatever uh the only difference between difficulty levels is damage output and damage taken by enemies yeah. plus they do their heavy attacks more often so you would see the the missile brushes a lot more and uh yeah you'd you'd actually have to worry about, um, like, Hacker Demons doing their main attack, which I barely saw. Ultraviolence, I barely saw it. Like, I just fucking... uh, Most of the time, I took care of them very quickly, but Mm. anyway. Um, so, yeah, once I, once I had the Super Shotgun mastered, it was almost all I used. I just started primarily using that weapon because... I could get my armor back, and if I could get armor back, then I wouldn't take damage, and I could, like, it increased my mobility. I wasn't even, you know, you don't zip straight to them. It's like fucking. It's like a grapple. Like in yeah, it's Apex a grapple. or something. Yeah, Apex or Action Quake. So you don't grapple to where you want to be, you grapple so you've got the momentum to be somewhere else. Hmm. So you would, like, you basically just fucking. I would grapple onto Luke and, like, zip across. And then, like, alter my fucking trajectory at the last second. Yeah. I'd shoot you, right, to get the armor, and then alter, and then fucking zip away, and it'd be fucking... That'd be it. I'd have the armor. I'd have put some damage on. Um, half the time, uh, the, it would stagger them. The, the super shotgun was really good for staggering. So uh, you'd just fucking shoot them again. Um, like, wait until the grapple came up. Those fucking... Those whiplash enemies, the snake chicks, mm-hmm. they're the easiest way to take them down. They take, like, four super shotgun shots on the ultra uh, ultraviolets. So you fucking whip over to them, shoot them, get some armor, land, and they're staggered from the super shotgun, shoot them again, shoot them again, and then you uh, grapp- your grapple should be back up, and you grapple over to them fucking black them one more time. Um, that's the easiest way to take them down. They're pains in them. Like, when you... When the game, like, throws five of them at, at you... They're just a mad pain in the dick. Yeah. I usually just Frost ice grenade and then... Use yeah, ice grenade and then double grenade. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Um, yeah, like... But I found that I had... Like, I, I no longer had any incentive to... Alter my tactics. Right. Because by the two-thirds, three-quarter point... You've seen all of the enemies... That's the thing, right? Combat puzzles only work when you're still being surprised. And if you've seen all of the enemies and like I was seeing enemies cuz like each map or each of the first 6 maps has a slayer slayer area. Yeah. It's like a challenge Where, room. Yeah. they uh, they're they're, I, they're tough. Yeah. But I think I only failed one they're not as tough as like the, the
0: um there's a couple of sort of challenges, challenges yeah, yeah around which kind of spawns enemies in front of you they're fucking hard because sometimes i'll throw like a bunch of them and they just spawn right on top of you and you're like oh fuck all right what do i do now as opposed to being in a an arena and being like oh, i can actually move around somewhere you're not getting caught yeah. on like the geometry um so yeah. i found those instances <laughs> like a lot tougher like oh well yeah i, just- I- Fucking shoot my BFG here. Just so I can get my point.
1: Uh I definitely used BFG on a couple of the secret challenges just because I'm like Uh I've got fucking I got eight seconds to kill all these things. Fuck it, BFG. Yeah. BFG will solve this. Do it. Um but yeah, no, the in the Slayer areas I was meeting enemies before I'd met them in the normal game. Yeah, I had the same thing. Which I think is pretty crazy. Like, I think it's a bananas way to go about things. Because you have to expect that players are going to do the the Slayer areas. And it ruins the surprise. When they come. Right? Um, The... uh, No, I don't know if... Can we talk about them? I'm not sure. Nah. (laughs) Nah, let's not. Uh, But, like, Barons of Hell and uh, Tyrants... I encountered in a Slayer room way before maybe like two actual levels before I actually saw them in the normal game yeah uh, in the regular game and I'm like I mean I know like I I have some idea of what I'm supposed to do because they're enemies but like I ain't seen them before what the fuck yeah
0: generally when was- you come across something for the first time the game will pause and be like here's the enemy and here's what it does and here's its weakness or how to handle it and sort of gives you like a tutorial on what you're supposed to be doing but you jump into a challenge room and you see this thing pop up and you're like what the fuck is that like i don't know what that is um so yeah again it it kind of just ruins the surprise because you can see stuff and be like i've not seen that yet obviously that's coming up at some stage and like you i saw them i saw stuff popping up really early it's just a weird way to to do that like enemies that aren't in that actual area just start popping up and you're like okay fair enough
1: and like it also like if we're talking about combat puzzles it also spoiled the puzzle right because that's what I guess that's what I'm getting at is the idea that for you know a game that relies on combat as a puzzle right you need that surprise you need players to be surprised to have it come out of nowhere so that they have to then solve that puzzle. Mm. And the way that they do the rest of the game, the way that they do it for so much of the game, is that they introduce these enemies, and they sort of give you a couple... Like, they that first encounter, there's just one of them, but by the end of the level, there's, like, fucking three of the cunts, and you're like, fucking, all right. I guess I guess I can fucking take on three... but. Then you go into a Slayer room and it's got three of those. Like you're not even all the way through the fucking uh, level yet. You're like halfway through this level. It's got three of those cunts that you just met, plus two dudes you haven't met yet, and you're like, all right. Well, and then so you you overcome that, and you're like, well, okay, I can. And then you get to the end of level and it shows you through those first cunts, and you're like, yeah. I already did this on hard mode. I I I fucked three of these dudes when there were two tyrants slapping me the sh- slapping the shit out of me. Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about these. Like they're fucking, they're they're shit. Mm. Give me a challenge game. Um, yeah, like it, it ruins the puzzle pa- pacing of the game as well. Which, yeah, I just I think it's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just got pacing issues all throughout.
0: Just the yeah. Like, on top of the puzzle and the combat pacing, you've got the um, unlockables, right? Where yep. you can pick up um, runes throughout the game. And when you accumulate enough runes, you can spend those points to upgrade your character
1: or um, certain abilities that you've got. Oh, so hang on. You've got runes. You've got predator to Suit points. You've got weapon points. Yeah. You've got... one of those fucking... Battle coins. Is that how you mastery coins? Mastery, mastery coins, coins, yeah. I thought I and then you've got that one other thing that allows you to upgrade your health and armor. Yeah, uh, Slayer energy or something. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Slayer shards. I don't fucking but, know. But
0: but like most of these currencies that it's giving you, the stuff that you can spend them on is basically like a like a grocery store. You just walk in and be like, oh, I want to. I'll pick that. Like that's what I'm going for. And so. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time, um, for instance, there's there's uh, stuff that you can unlock and um, you can only use, like, four of them. But it gives you a list of, like, 12. Like, here's 12 things to pick from. What do you want? And so, by the time you've picked your four, they're the ones you want. Like, there's nothing else in that list that's, like, I don't give a oh, shit yeah. what I am. So, this is all pointless. It's
1: like, you can only equip three runes, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I could I got the three runes I wanted, and then I never fucking changed. Yeah, and,
0: like I didn't change. There never the game. felt
1: like any fucking reason. Yeah. I got the three good ones, and then I think there was one that I thought might be interesting. It was like, uh, extra speed after a glory kill. I'm like that might be interesting, but yeah,
0: like nah, why not what lock those okay. runes behind a progression system that is like. I don't know. They could have done it through playtesting. What are the, let's rank them in order and then we'll dish them out in yep. terms of how popular they are. That way, that forces yep. players to switch through the entire game. Cause I did exactly what you did. I picked the three that I wanted and was like, I'm good to go now. And that's the sort of yeah. the same thing with the other system. Like it gives you this giant wheel of, uh, there's, I don't know how many things are on that board, 30 things that you can kind of pick. And yep. the exploration so- wheel for me, it's like combat, 20, uh, grenades. Like there's an exploration side. Um, yep. I didn't even touch the exploration side because didn't care about any of that
1: stuff. Like it's. Oh, I did it first. Really? I did it first because I didn't. I didn't did need help one? in combat. I'm like, I, like, I'm, I need. I don't need <laughs> fucking a more powerful ice grenade. Get the fuck out of here. Tell me where all the fucking secrets are. Right? Like, you don't need Tell them, me though. where. You don't need them, but why the fuck not, right? Like, it gave me a really good idea of where... How big a level was a lot of the time. And it also made... It actually may have spoiled some of the fucking... uh, Platforming a little bit as well, but... No, I don't think it does.
0: Because the game gives you a map, like... Like a station map. map, yeah. Yeah, to, like, unlock the entire map. I never had any problems using... I don't even think I unlocked any exploration stuff, but I had coins, like, ready to spend. I was like, fuck that. I'm not wasting them on that. They just sit in my inventory the entire time.
1: I bought everything in that circle, (laughs) and I finished the game with six suit points that I couldn't use at all. Yeah. Like, why? Why in (laughs) the name of God would there be more points than you need? That's crazy. Um, Um, Again, a weird pacing. No, when I say it's spoiled the the platforming i'm talking about because i could see where things theoretically what were or would be before i'd reached them on the map and before i'd reached a point where you know the auto map had appeared because you don't get the auto map immediately no you usually get the auto map about a you know quarter of the way through the level which is weird i don't don't know why why it's even there i don't know why the auto map exists um like as a station but Anyway, um, yeah, you could get there, but I could see, right, I could see, like, a question mark, and I could see where I was currently. Yeah. And I could tell that I had to somehow get over there. And on, I believe, two, maybe three separate occasions, I performed elaborate jumping maneuvers, parkour, if you will, um, ...to reach what I thought would be the question mark... ...only to hit an invisible wall... And There's fall a lot death. of invisible walls. There are a lot of invisible walls... ...and I have a huge problem with this... ...I love the jumping... Pl- uh, ...the platform puzzling in this game... ...but... ...if we were to look at the interviews... ...that they did in the lead up to Doom Eternal right where they spoke about how people play doom 2016 wrong right and the idea that it is possible to play a game incorrectly and still win right it it says to me that the, the the team that hugo martin and his team specifically believe that you can play games wrong and what they did with the platform puzzling was restrict you with using invisible walls, restrict you from playing their game wrong, mm. which I think goes counter to every every single bit of how platform puzzling should work, right? We go back to, you know, it's it's so interesting that we have Ori and the Will-O-The-Wisps out um, and we finished it a week before Doom Eternal because... That's a game where, like, I was complaining that some of the fucking solutions, some of the, like, on-storyline solutions to puzzles, I felt were me, like, exploiting the upper limits of what the platforming in that game should be able to do. Uh, We go even further back to Superland, where I was jumping outside the the limits of the game, Hmm. And finding things... And being rewarded for my... You know... My curiosity... Doom is the fucking opposite... Doom punishes you... Because when you hit an invisible wall and die... Or like fall... You... Lose... 25... Uh... Armor... And then 25 health... Which... On ultra-violence... Can actually really fucking hurt you... Like... It can be a real fucking problem... There are... S- situations where you're like, I cannot afford to fuck this jump up. Like, I might have to go back through the level and see if I can find some little fodder en- enemy, mm. shoot him with my, uh, my... What, the Just a basic rifle. ...machine gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoot him with the machine gun in the leg until he gets staggered so I can punch him and get some fucking health back. Because if I... Because otherwise I'm going to fucking die to this fucking jumping puzzle. Um... Because you come out of some fights with just fucking nothing, hmm. right? Like, it just fucking ripped up. Um, yeah, like, that's that's bad, in my opinion. Because I shouldn't be dying to an invisible wall, right? If I, like, make me slip off, make it a fucking, a real wall. Why does it have to be invisible? Yeah. Why can't, if I see a platform underneath a bridge and there's a question mark on it... Right? And I figure I can jump from here to the girder of the bridge and over to that platform using some clever fucking dashes and double jumps. Don't fucking take that away from me. Don't fucking invisible war me just uh, because I landed on the, the girder or whatever. That's fucking... I, I feel like that is a betrayal of game design, to be honest. Uh, because, yeah, it, it feels like there is a correct way to... To play Doom Eternal. Like, it feels like id Software believes there is one correct way that, you know, to play this game. Mm. Which I think is, I don't know, wrong headed. Because it doesn't feel that way in the combat. It feels like they went out of their way. You know, it feels like the combat is. Is, are, the, are these steps forward to correctly incentivizing players to play the game the way they want, right? And then me just using the Super Shotgun and the Grapple, uh, mastering Super Shotgun and the Grapple, the whole fucking game, is evidence that they haven't specifically stopped you from playing the game the way you want, right? There's, there's those two sides of the coin, right? They want you to play this way, but they're not going to stop you from playing the other way, right? they're going to heavily incentivize you to play one way but if you want to play it like you know a bad a person who's bad at shooters then you can play it the other way right Uh, because you know I guess you can't I I don't know how you'd fucking stop me from using a super shotgun all the time Uh, well I guess
0: it's just uh, it got to a point where it was too overpowered again.
1: yeah yeah. Yeah, it's a question of yeah, the gun literally being too good once again. Um so but like the the point I guess is that they recognize that people will play their own way mm. with shooting. Uh they want you to play one way. They recognize that you'll play another way and they let you do it anyway. The puzzle platforming, I love it when it's when it's working. I think it's fucking fantastic. I just like first person puzzle platforming in general and I think they do a really good job of it when they do it well and then when you do it in a way that they don't want you to they restrict you and it feels like that's Doom 2016 philosophy right because coming all all the interviews they did coming into Doom Eternal spoke about how they wanted you to play a certain way and anyone who played it different right was bad at shooters and played it wrong Right, that's what they were saying. That's Doom 2016 philosophy. Because what they also said was they realized their mistake. The puzzle platforming indicates that maybe it's too new, mm-hmm. right? That the concept is still new to them, and so they they had a rigid idea of what they wanted you to do, uh, puzzle platforming wise, and escaping those boundaries. C- I I linked you a video of me bypassing, uh, like some of the jumping using a clever combination of grenades and like that's not even an invisible wall. Did you watch that video? Yeah, that Uh, just that to me seemed just like the context
0: sensitive issues that i've had with it where sometimes you hit those walls and it's like a so it's like a wall that you can grab onto and they're they're specifically like textured um i've found that they're like really finicky about when he'll grab onto it and when he won't i generally press e every time i fucking hit one of those walls because sometimes he'll he'll latch onto it and other times he just hits it and just
1: starts sliding down the wall i'm like well all right fair enough I was, like, if he's close enough to fucking punch it and you can hear a thunk sound, right? He's close enough to fucking grab it, right? That that drives me fucking bananas. I think it's just a Uh, context-sensitive bug or something like that. So you reckon that's a bug and they weren't just restricting me from- Nah. Like, getting out of there? I think you just needed to press E, But it didn't come up nah uh, didn't it? I don't know and I dashed into I dashed into the wall like yeah if you dash it should grab onto it yeah
0: I don't think I fucked that one up I don't know I've just I've, I know that I've hit those walls a lot where he should grab on and he doesn't and I'm like oh I've got to press E really quickly like sometimes he grabs it and other times like I don't know when he's supposed to grab it or not Um, just seems really like it doesn't it's, it's not too sure when he should be doing it and when he shouldn't uh, sometimes it works and other times it just you face plant that thing and just keep sliding down um but yeah I, I don't know like I I've enjoyed the puzzle stuff for mo- the most part but yep. it's not super complicated they don't really add much to it along the way I, I thought there would have been some maybe super shotgun grapple like some some grapple stuff using that but
1: it's, yeah I in think there. it's a that was a missed opportunity I definitely agree uh like I definitely think that uh yeah, the the grapple could have been utilized in the because that would have been a really I I think I really would appreciate that. I love grapples in fucking games. Yeah. Maybe it was um, in there and they just didn't work. They they couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah, maybe. To work
0: probably. But it just seemed like the like there was pl- this platforming in the game. It's not super tough. Uh, it's not extremely challenging. Like for the most part, you you're not punished to super like. A, you talked about on the harder modes, yes, but on the 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 normal emote, the, um, I think there's six difficulties maybe for, is there six?
1: Uh, what is it? Um, don't hurt me. Uh, yeah. Cause I come, come at me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Six. I think yeah. There's six. Um, right.
0: yeah. Cause you, you're like, it's pretty forgiving in terms of you don't drop off. Like you said, and you don't die instantly. It kind of respawns you back up to where you fell off. And it's like, Here's another go. Um, so except for the parts where he didn't grab onto a ledge properly or anything like that, I, like I just didn't find the, the puzzle jumping that challenging. Especially when you've got like the um, the auto map and you you can look at a secret and be like, "Oh, okay. How do I get around?" Like, let's look at the map and figure this out. Oh, okay. I need to go, go here, and then that's how I, I jump around this wall, like off uh, off the edge of the map. But then I can quickly double dash and I'll get around this corner. Like once you've got the auto map stuff, especially like the, pl- the platforming isn't too hard because it kind of shows you for the most Did part. Did you find all the secrets then? Be. Um, I don't know. I have to go back and look, I guess.
1: No, because I specifically asked you for help on one of them. Yeah. And you didn't have any fucking answers. So I just can't remember. What I-,
0: I do remember there was some in, um, there's like an, an arena. I think that's kind of where Nate was. I don't want to yep. go too much into yeah, detail, just... but there was some in there where I was like, I don't even know how to get into that spot. Like no idea. Yep. It's, I think it's the first time you see one of those, those uh, mastery coins. It's just kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't know what that is or how I get in there. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll see what that
1: is. Um, that was also the first time I came up against a enemy type. Yeah. The the arch, arch isle. Right. Whatever the fuck is called, and it did. I I don't know if, Well, maybe I'd come up against it before and blacked him real fucking quick by accident or some shit. But mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. I had fucking zero clue what I was doing, and I'm like, is that the one that makes uh, makes everyone like overpowered?
0: Um, yeah, makes them red and they run faster and they do more damage. And
1: yeah, I lost three extra lives trying to find the the buff totem. That I figured must be somewhere around. You know, yeah, fucking, it was him. Because the whole time I'm running around and the whole time, every time I don't attack him or whatever, he's just spawning more cunts. I'm like, why are there so many? Where's this fucking buff totem? And then I came in and uh he was like, nobody's glowing red. I'm like, there's no buff totem. And he's standing I, like, in the actually, flames. I, and I lost three extra lives and then died. And then I'm like, there's no fucking buff totem. I respawn. Come back in, and yeah, there's him, like fucking big flame shield. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it ever had a tooltip on what the fuck you're supposed to do about him.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I didn't
1: remember. find like that was the only time I found him challenging. Every time after that, I would fuck him up. Yeah. But like, holy shit, rough man. Before we're going to talk about enemies that I didn't like and that were challenging. The Marauder is the worst enemy in the game. Flat out, it is a bad enemy. It's a bad... It's bad enemy design. Like, from a... Like, like just straight up, it's a bad enemy. It shouldn't exist, like, the way it does. Hmm. Right? The Marauder is a corrupted slayer. Um, so, he's got a big axe, and he can pull out a shield, and if you get too close to him... so. His normal move is... He throws, like, axe attacks. Um, if you get too close to him, he whips out a shotgun and blasts you. He also casts... Dogs? Like... They summons know, dog, like, dogs at you? Like a flame summons dog? Summons dogs? Uh, it takes... The problem with the Marauder... Is that he will block every attack instantly. Yeah. Uh, so he has an instant reaction time. Uh, So he is actually impervious to the BFG. uh, Because he can block. He just faces where the fucking BFG is firing from. Um, So you can kill him with two BFG shots. uh, But you can't kill him with a single one because he will block it all. Um, And he's also impervious to the Unmaker. But that takes some doing to get anyway. Uh, You can only attack him... as a counter attack Mm. you can't attack him any other time it's like a quick time event it is basically that and it's just it's tedious as fuck every other enemy in the game even the fucking giant ones even dudes who are three times his size right you can attack whenever the fuck you want they will fuck you up if you're not paying attention not doing the right things right if you get in too close uh, they'll stomp you if you uh, get too far away they'll they'll throw, like, fire at you and all this kind of shit. They've got a billion fucking moves. They're giant. They take fuck tons of damage, but you can attack them whenever the fuck you want, and so you can deal with them however you want, right? Uh, This guy, Marauders, nah. He just... block everything. He just grinds
0: the combat to a halt because there's no other enemies around. Generally, it's just him and some cannon fodder so you can get your ammo and health back.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so you just stand it's- you literally stand in a spot and you dodge out of the way until he shoots his green laser eyes at you and then you shoot him. And that is it. You do that yeah. 10 times and he's dead.
1: Yep. <laughs> it is awful. Yeah. Uh, there's a secret challenge against one. Yeah. That I you got 25 seconds to kill one. And I Uninstalled the got game. him into oh, I was fucking close cuz I got him into the <laughs> I got him into his stunned state. Yeah. Where he's, like, blue. Uh, I got him to that, and the 25th second ticked over, and he disappeared while I was running up to fucking finish him. Yeah. I'm like... You know what? Fuck it. I'm out. Uh, So I just fucking... I left. I went back with cheats on. uh, Because you can put all (laughs) cheats on, and you can accomplish... Uh, you can finish the challenges with the cheats (laughs) you can do the challenges except for the slayer challenges with cheats on so I've got like fucking infinite health infinite ammo haste uh, like berserker like all this all this shit Uh, I'm like well let's see you get out of this one cunt because this is what's happening now and I just fucking blacked him Uh, it took me like fucking I don't know nine seconds Uh, but fuck that enemy on nightmare yeah. fuck that challenge on Nightmare good lord no way um, yeah the Marauders hes just bad because yeah basically what you said right the rest of Doom Eternal is about forward momentum it's about rip and tear they've finally you know I felt very strongly that Doom 2016 didn't live up to the philosophy of rip and tear because you're better incentivized to back away Right to back away and shoot with the super shotgun uh, because enemies would train at you, right? Uh, and then you would close the gap when you needed to to do certain things to get health back or whatever. But most of the time, you would just loop backwards until they were dead. Um, this this time, because you know there's a grapple hook on your super shotgun, it gives you armor back. Um, the you know the grenades and the uh chainsaw and the health back like all those things mean you're constantly actually moving forward to rip and tear and then a marauder shows up and you stand on some stairs and you wait for him to do his attacks wait for his eyes to flash green usually for the tell of the overhead attack that's the most common i found that was the most uh the easiest way to actually fucking stun him yeah uh like stagger him a lot of his... Like, he's got a number of other attacks where he just doesn't get staggered. Uh, but you would wait for him to do the overhead one, stagger him, and then fucking shoot him again and go back and wait for him to do that attack again. And it's just tedious. It is straight up tedium. It is a fucking bad enemy. Yeah. Um, in, in a roster of really fucking good ones, because they've upgraded so many of the other enemies to be way better you know like they've done such a good job uh with creating like t- turning enemies into actual threats you can't like you can grapple in on who are the fat dudes with the cannon arms can't remember their names um you can grapple in oh. on them Go all the way in. If you're standing on the ground, they'll stomp and do a flame thing yeah. underneath, and that, that'll that do actually a fucking ton of damage in ultra-violence. Uh, it's, it hurts. But if you're in the air, right, it doesn't hurt at all. So you can actually, like, f- grapple in and then, like, double jump dash away, and it, like, encourages you to stay mobile and, like, fucking stick and move. You sweep in, fucking hit them, or, like the mecha version when they're in their green plate right uh you have to actually power punch them to knock the armor off Hmm. and so that's your first move: you grapple in punch and then sweep away maybe try and get a shot in on your way out type stuff like that right like it feels like an arena shooter against ai enemies which is fucking sick right it feels old school and plays really well, and then the Marauder shows up, and you're like, yeah, right, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I don't do. think the AI oh, yeah, and the enemies is anything special either. They all pretty much just run at you for the most part. But that's fine, right? That's Doom. I don't have a problem with it. They are reacting contextually, which is good, right? I mean, we're not looking at fear here. They're not like calling, making call-outs and hiding behind cover or anything. They're just but I, like I've out, seen
0: interesting man. things with um oh, man now I'm gonna i forget all the names of the enemies you know the the brain with the spider legs spider brain what's his name arachnotron yeah um like I've seen that do interesting things in just running around in the levels like climbing up walls and shooting upside down but it doesn't do any of that stuff uh, like I've not seen anything interesting out of that during the arena shooters it kind of just runs at you and jumps around and that sort of thing like Uh, It'd be cool to have these enemies interact with each other or try and, like, work with each other um, while you're in the arena as opposed to just everything kind of just follows you around. Like, it's just always on top of you the entire time. They're not, like, working as a team or anything. Like, it doesn't get that feeling. Like, I've been playing a lot of Division lately, right? And those enemies react with each other. Like, they talk about how they're going to flank you and things like that. Um, Yeah you know whereas this is just like shit just runs at you and it'll just keep chasing you you can just backpedal around the arena constantly and all that's going to happen is this thing just chase you around um I, I just wish there was more like i don't know like uh they would sort of work off each other's abilities a bit more like there is someone there that will create shields in front of each other but then it doesn't feel like yeah. they're doing it to help one another it just kind of just randomly putting a shield up don't know fuck with you yeah yeah um i just i don't know i just didn't feel like the ai was particularly doing anything special at all that i could see other than like when i was out in the world running around like oh that spider thing is up on the wall again i haven't seen that before um so yeah uh but just touching on bad enemy design um the last thing i wanted to touch on in terms of that without spoiling it is The final boss encounter is terrible. Uh, The entire, without talking about what it is, the entire game teaches you how to play this game, which is using up all your weapons, um, your ammo, using your flame belch to get armor back, using your chainsaw to get all that ammo that you've now wasted. Um, You know, there's like specific rules the game sets up and they completely disappear on the final boss fight. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, all the health res- respawns, all the armor respawns, yep. the overpowered weapon that they give you respawns, and it turns the final boss fight into, once you realize what is happening, like the, the gimmick behind it, the trick that the game has yep. done to you, it's, they, it's so easy, that boss fight, because all of a sudden, you can deal with every single enemy that the game throws at you without, a, without sweating. Yeah. Because um, that's not how I played it the first time. I was playing it like an arena. Um, yeah. I was r- jumping around, dealing with all the enemies the way I was supposed to. And then I got to halfway through that fight Um. until I realized, like, why is all this shit still here? Like, I've picked all this up. And then, yep. oh, it's respawning. And then my my game crashed three times during the last level. Oof. Uh. And halfway through that boss fight. Um. And so I jumped back in and was like, I don't even need to use my guns at this stage. I can just use the overpowered thing that he gave me and deal with it like that. And it was over in a couple of minutes. Like, I mean it's a bad fight. Like, they they teach you to play the game one way, you get to the end of the game, and they're like, oh, none of that matters anymore. Yeah. Like, the culmination isn't isn't there.
1: That fight, because I didn't work out the one trick, but now I... You've described it well enough that I 100% get it. Um yeah that fight was just boring for me it just took forever uh because i just couldn't do enough damage and i had to find ways to get to to do the damage to that that i needed to do um that's that was the point when i realized like they'd reached a tipping point you know that idea that you know was it like 80 percent of all people never finish the games they play Hmm. right and and uh there's like advanced metrics on how far into games people get before they stop playing sure and doom eternal feels like it was built with that in mind where they're like you know what people generally never play past the 75 percent part so we can probably just take it easy (laughs) on the the last 25 percent right we will fucking nail the first 75%. And they do. They absolutely do. But, yeah, the last 25% just fucking, I don't know, do the same thing three times in a row. And then chuck in a uh, last boss. Um, because, yeah, it just if it, it, it feels like it's from 20, 2016 soon, basically. Yeah. Like, just, it reverts or- so much. Or even older. Just
0: like the storytelling, I don't like the storytelling at all. I don't. I'm, I don't yeah. want to be reading codex to tell me about the back, yeah. back, the backstory about this. Like, give me audio logs or stuff that is a bit more engaging. Like, there are audio logs on the ship, and all they do yep. is they tell you what you just did on the last mission, and you have to yeah. stand at the command center. I don't know what it's called, the command center, to listen to the audio log because if you leave, you can't hear it anymore.
1: There was that bit where there's that when you're uh at the mm, I don't want to spoil anything um you're at a base. Mm. You're at a secret base rescuing someone and uh there are like just sort of pedestals, pedestals, pedestals like just telling you shit. Yeah. And there's like a doctor lady and she's like They all refer to the Slayer as like as if he's some sort of god, and then as you get through the fucking level, by the end she's like, maybe he is a god. Maybe I just maybe I need to rethink what I understand about deities. Maybe I blah 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 blah. And she like you know she's got this fucking she's got this full arc to her you know her little character development in the over the course of this level. Yeah, but. If you want to hear it, you, you have, have to stand, stand next there. to the fucking thing. Yeah, you have to stand there and listen. <laughs> like, is this from Doom? What game is... Why, why do... Why... What the fuck? Can't the robot in my fucking helmet just bring the story along with me? I don't give a fuck if, like, I'm shooting some shit while I'm listening to... Like, Doom Eternal feels like the sort of game you can play while listening to a podcast. <laughs> right? Maybe not this podcast, but, like... <laughs> I'm, uh, a podcast where they just inform you about some shit and you're just like fucking blah, 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 blah. I'm killing demons. I'm having a good time, hmm. right? I'm not not listening to fucking Luke and Joe like, shit on this game that I'm having fun playing for an hour at this point. Um, like, it's it feels like something where a podcast wouldn't be that out of, out of place. And so why the fuck do I need to stand next to this chick while she yaps? This chick who isn't here is a fucking, at best, micro SD card. We're doing our own fucking podcast. It is bananas. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Because there's a so, lot of uh,
0: there's a lot of that, like flavor text, or uh, some really big backstory stuff about what is happening yeah. in this world that is just in a codex that you have to sit there and read. Like you've got to pause the game and then. You know, scroll down on this text and read it like I think it just would have been a lot more interesting to have um, you know like an audio log type thing like someone describing this stuff to you getting to know characters a bit more because um, there are there's some super nerdy stuff in here for Doom people that can be yeah. t- completely missed if you're the type of person's like I don't want to read any of this because a lot of it yeah. is in there <laughs> like tons of it is in there 100 percent um i just didn't and like yeah, the storytelling
1: it, it, they tried to do
0: deliver the delivery of the storytelling. Uh,
1: yeah that method yeah yeah me 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 neither um yeah uh what else haven't gotten to play multiplayer yet yeah uh, just uh, touching on
0: that i don't agree with sites putting up their reviews yet either with a component of the game not being available to review um, most of
1: them like I think we've gotten to a point now where they've you know correctly flagged that it's single player only some of whatever, them yeah if that's all they've not played. all of them yeah well you know especially
0: I mean. the way with the things like Metacritic work these days Metacritic don't have rolling review scales like once you put a, a once you submit a, a number that's the number they have like you like, can't change it
1: I believe Metacritic will have doom as like the reviews the relevant reviews that haven't been scored yet or uh still single player only or reviews in progress there's reviews yeah, in progress I- IGN IGN GameSpot and J- 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 Bomb are all in the review in progress right. section okay yeah well that's good um uh but yeah I definitely think that other sites should have held off yeah i don't know i just don't uh, like until they played the multiplayer because the multiplayer
0: yeah. seems interesting i've done the tutorial on it yeah um right which is is like two versus two sorry two versus one um so two yeah. demons versus the slayer and the the demons there seems to be a variety of demons in there that have different abilities um and there's some interesting mechanics at play like i'm keen to check that out but I don't know, it's just, it's just strange that that's not available. To me, that says that Bethesda was not confident in uh, the multiplayer side because there's no reason for that to be held out for launch day. They're saying the servers aren't available.
1: That's horseshit. <laughs>
0: that is complete horseshit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like... They just don't want to have negative review scores for... Because we get on there and fucking screw fuck everyone up. I'm just gonna I'm gonna jump in and pick the marauder. I believe you can play as a marauder. I'm just gonna fuck people. I'm just gonna never make your eyes Marauders go green. To. Just stand there the entire time, right? Like, just fucking shield up. <laughs> just right? monty
0: them in the corner.
1: While the or yeah, just walk up to them, right? And then have whoever else is there just fucking pepper them right and anytime they turn to deal with the other person i just fucking swoop in what if you have two marauders double marauders yeah so when they turn to deal with one that's when they the first one's eyes go green right yeah and then the second one's eyes go green when they turn back it's genius yep
0: um yeah i mean i i definitely enjoyed the game a lot uh i just fundamentally do not agree with the scores that it's getting um for me yeah. i probably would have given it it felt like i i don't know i um maybe it was because i was further in than you guys were when we were talking about it you know like group chat but it felt like i dropped off of it a lot quicker than what you guys did or at least what you did i don't think nate's dropped off it yet as much he's definitely feels like he's getting there um yeah but I was maybe just over halfway and being like, this is like a 7.5 to me, maybe an eight. That's kind of where I was leaning towards. And having finished it, I, I think, yeah, maybe a 7.5. I probably would have given it, uh, mainly because the, I, I just think it wastes your time at the end of the game. Like it's, it doesn't do anything new and you play it for like another six, six hours where it's the same thing over and over again. It's just too repetitive. Um, and then on top of that all the things we talked about i didn't like the storytelling i had i had the game crash a bunch towards the end of the game um you know i didn't lose a lot of progress other than the last boss fight but Mm. just stuff like that where i'm i'm like the platforming is not exactly that challenging um combat is really good i think it's a much better game than than doom 2016 but yeah like if you're going to give it a nine i don't think it's um one of the most, like, people are calling it the best shooter in years, and I do not agree with that. I think it's got some of the best combat, but like all of those bits and pieces together, the story and, and that sort of stuff, I don't think it's the best out there.
1: Uh, no, I would, I, mine, I would be sitting in an eight, I think, at this point, um, because I did drop off, and I do have some. Key complaints, uh, but overall, I think it is, like, really good and shows significant improvement uh, over, like, 2016's Doom. Uh, if we gone on the old Jobo four-point scale, uh, it would be a three. So 7.5, I guess. Um, but, like, it's it's... It's tricky. Like I would want to reserve. I would absolutely reserve my judgment because I feel like the multiplayer has a lot of potential to fall over. Sure. Uh, I don't know how well they've play tested it, but if marauders are pickable, I feel like it's going to be very quickly highly exploitable. Uh, and there's nothing quite like a live environment to hmm. to quick test uh, your. Uh, competitive meta. Um so I would want to hold off until yeah I could play that but uh, like I don't think multiplayer would raise the score I think it would have the potential to maybe lower the score not by lot maybe like a point at best Right. Uh, it'd have to be the next battle royale to actually raise the score but uh, I agree like I don't think I, I don't think it's a 9 but that said yeah, it's a it's a great game and it's mm. coming out at the fucking perfect time. Yeah. Um when people are gonna have a bunch of time on their hands to rip and tear. Um So yeah, I don't know, it's it's a tricky one, right? Like I guess there's a lot of baggage on my end over the concept of a Doom review yeah. and giving it a score. So uh yeah, I wonder how much that plays into my own where I land on it and I wonder how it plays into how other people land on it because that had like an impact right that had a pretty far reaching impact and people like still talk about it uh, to this day even when I'm not bringing up unannounced Uh, no um, like even when yeah like people still bring it up like the idea that Johnny Bravo links that they were chatting about it in the YouTube comments of the fucking new review. Uh, they, in, in the IGN review, they specifically uh, called out, um, like Ryan McCaffrey called out that, you know, he thought it was a great game and blah, blah, blah. It was a fucking, it was a hospital pass after the fact. It's basically what I've come to expect from IGN US at this point. Um, they didn't like that review uh clearly didn't agree with it and because seven's a bad yeah. score and they wish they could take it back <laughs> yeah basically even though I, and this is important doom eternal proves i was right it proves i was right the whole fucking time and that's that's the sad thing yeah. right the sad thing is we now have a multi-million-dollar game that is proof that I was correct to Doom 2016 wasn't all it could be. Yeah.
0: I, and I, I like I had messaged you guys while we were playing it. I was I said this game is going to get nines because yeah. that last game was it got like I think it was like an eighty-five on Metacritic or something like that. Um, yeah, y- you set this expectation right of this review score scale. Like the only way they're going to be like, and it was a, like I said, it's a lot better game than Zoom twenty sixteen. So the yep. consensus is it's going to go up that score, right? And the way for it to go up is nines and tens, and so it was going to yep. be somewhere around the ninety percent mark on Metacritic, which is exactly where it landed.
1: Yeah, which
0: the, that last game has really an internal humbly.
1: logic to it, right? It had yeah. That's that's the thing. That's the problem, right? It's not that this one doesn't deserve the score it's getting it's that people are now looking back at what they gave doom and they're like well doom Eternal's better so it has to be a higher score right mm. but you because i suppose you have to own those mistakes and you can't go back and say well we were fucking wrong about doom 2016 that should have been a seven this one is now an eight i understand that we, or an 8. 8.5, 8.5 or yeah, whatever right this one's an 8.5 i understand we gave doom 2016 an 8.5 and we're now saying doom eternal is better in basically every way but that is an indication that we were wrong then not that we're like you know Mm. yeah sadly we didn't hire joe gilroy to our review that time right if we had we would have been correct then (laughs) but we didn't and so we were wrong yeah um anyway Anyway, uh, it is a great game. It's definitely worth playing. It's definitely worth getting. uh, The fucking... Soundtrack.
0: Soundtrack's really good. The stuff Mick Gordon has done. Awesome.
1: There's bananas, uh, but this is not going to work very well if you don't look at our YouTube. I don't even know how well it translates to audio, because I can't hear Luke, and I think I sound like shit.
0: Well, um... I don't think he's going to be able to get this helmet off. But, yeah, it, if you haven't realized, it seems like Job has been paid a bunch of money by Bethesda to sell out. That's what it looks like.
1: Is How? that correct? I only, I only heard fucking a quarter of that, but fuck you, okay? You dog ass. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, like I said, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. Just looking at it critically there's a lot of issues that i can see there design wise um but I, I don't know if you heard me say that the soundtrack is really good mick and stuff is awesome did a really
1: good uh, job yeah he fucking he nails it uh like i reckon the soundtrack carried me through the the last quarter of the game <laughs> uh i was more like that's what kept me at the right tempo more than anything else uh yeah about that game i i turned I it
0: down actually. at a point and then put some podcasts on um oh, yeah. yeah but it's it's really good it's, st- it's still Look, good
1: was it was it this podcast? no <laughs> it
0: wasn't this one i don't listen to us <laughs> who would
1: <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: yeah um, yep. Yeah, I definitely worth checking out. I think it's a it's a great game. Um, just you know, I, I wish that uh, there was some stuff in there that was done handled a little bit better. I'm yep. definitely keen to check out multiplayer. I, I, yep. I'm cautious about the invasion stuff, especially considering it's coming later on. At that stage, people yeah. that have played it like it would have been so much more interesting for us to ruin people's games of the next week. Uh, I would have been Holy on board. Shit.
1: The- I <laughs> would have non-stop invade. I would have not. I would not. Be, I wouldn't be finished the game. It would have been fucking Dark Souls all yeah. over again. There's your when- extra point,
0: Bethesda. You would have got Holy an extra point shit, if it 1, was One
1: thousand percent. One thousand percent. If I could invade people, if I could bell tower cunts, or do the fucking the Mirror Knight. Oh my god. Good lord. Yeah, I would have... Uh, oh, oh, they have. Yeah,
0: that would have bumped it uh, up like, to 8.5 to me. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm not talking about invading the public. Like, if they turned the servers on for the review, holy shit, people would not be finishing that game. I would be dunking on cunts 24-7. <laughs> I would not have played Warzone. <laughs> I would have spent all of my time fucking people up. It would have been glorious. Yeah. I am so gutted. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That'd be really cool. They would have had to fucking... They would have had to send people in to the game just to deal with me. Like, yeah. Anyway. 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 That's uh,
0: Doom Eternal. It's out now on everything, I guess. Uh, We we both played it on PC. We did. Yeah. It ran basically flawlessly for me. Uh, Other than the crashes crashes that I had, which was a bit annoying.
1: I had... There was one fight on the last level where i was dropping frames okay uh and i dropped enough frames to do a um a execution whatever fuck they called the punchy thing um I, i dropped enough frames to warp into the geometry okay and then I, I couldn't get back out again until I re- I had to start from my last checkpoint. Hmm. Um, I, I think that was I think it happened because I dropped frames because I had I'd definitely done uh, like uh, glory kills before without uh, in compromised positions that I thought might pop me into geometry. But it never happened. It only happened at this one point, and it happened while I was dropping frames. So I don't know. Maybe there's something in that. I've got no idea. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Otherwise, yeah, ran flawlessly. Uh, I don't think it's that um, like big uh, power hog or anything. Uh, like I don't think it needs that much juice to run. Like it's small compared to a lot of other games yeah like file size wise um, but that could be just that intech tech id uh, yep yeah, that's what it is but yeah works, works out well <laughs> alright that's it should we do some news questions news questions you wanna do questions what type of questions don't we do questions before news no what do we news oh we didn't news first my bad I don't know. It's been. Uh, I'm under quarantine. I'll get cabin fever. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, kicking off with this one. This is a
0: CD Projekt Red uh, interview with the Eurogamer Poland, and uh, they basically talked about like what the studio is doing now and also the future of the studio. Um, did you manage to see this interview at all? Or I sure did. No. Nah? Um, so basically, it sounds like. They are well. They're currently working on a new AAA uh, game, um, which we set in The Witcher universe. It's not going to be well. They're saying it's not The Witcher four. Um, that The Witcher was sort of like a trilogy, and they they've told that story. Um, but they yep. have a, they have a third team working on uh, this game. They're going to look at doing a four year development cycle, and that is happening right now. And then once um, work finishes up on Cyberpunk. I guess they'll be filling that team up uh, a lot more and go on full steam ahead. So sounds like we're getting a, a, a brand new AAA Witcher game at some stage, which is unf- cool. Um Hell yeah. In- some interesting ways they could do that. They could start exploring stuff with Siri, uh, if they wanted to do that or alternatively maybe go jump forward in time or jump backwards in time, like completely different characters we haven't seen before. Uh, there was some news recently that they had signed a new agreement with the writer. remember there was a big fallout between them and like owing each other money. Like he wanted a bunch of money because the witcher did really successful. And you know, one of the biggest games ever sold and that sort of stuff. He didn't really see a lot of it. Um, but it seems like they came to some sort of agreement with that and they got back in the, uh, the bed with each other. But yeah, I don't know, man, like it's, it's cool that, uh, city project don't seem to be like that sort of company that keeps things really hidden and under wraps they've revealed yeah cyberpunk really really early um and now they're mm-hmm. talking about the next project they're working on which is a Switcher game so obviously we're not going to see it for a while but no um, at least we're not kept in the dark about it you know we're not going to see weird leaks about whatever it is they're working on so yeah that was a really good interview you can go to uh i guess your has sort of translated it in some way um Right. But yeah, it was a Eurogamer Apollo interview, at least. Any thoughts?
1: I think it's cool that, like, you know, I think it's great that CD Project, CD project uh, has the ability to just green light their own stuff and start on a new project, like, well before their most current. Lead, you know, obviously, development, like, final, actual hardcore development is winding down on Cyberpunk. Uh, instead of laying off uh, developers, they're just transitioning them into a new, probably, almost definitely going to be amazing project, you know? And I think that's such a sick uh, way to go about things. It's so cool that they have the luxury to do that because so many other developers and development studios don't have that luxury. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I th- I wonder if there's, you know, I wonder if the quality, the continued quality that they keep putting out is actually related to their ability to manage their same stuff like people yeah yeah. that way you know like I think there might be something in that and it should be maybe looked into a little bit more because too often we just hear about you know oh and uh, now that Mass Effect is wrapped everyone at Bioware is getting laid off for some shit yeah you know and it's
0: do well, yeah. you remember what happened with um, the Witcher Three? Uh, and I think you might have went to this, but when they did the Blood and Wine preview event, did you ever go to that one, or was that just me? No, just you. Um, so yeah, I went out and hung out with some of those guys that were there, and they talked about how the, like that team did a bunch of like the Bloody Baron quest line, and then they were brought across to go do uh, this expansion. Um, and yep. you know, they do really good expansions on at least that game The Witcher um, so that team tr- transitioned from The Witcher th- the main quest or the, the Bloody Baron stuff to l- leading the expansion and uh, I remember talking to them at that stage and saying like what, like, what's next for you uh, and he was like oh we're going we will be moved over to the Cyberpunk team next like we're going to go back and work on cy- this is before they revealed Cyberpunk as like before the gameplay reveals this is years and years back um, but they'd already talked about cyberpunk at that stage, so it wasn't like a secret or anything. Like they can, o- he can openly say, like, "Oh, we're going to go work on cyberpunk next. Uh, we'll be part of that team." You know, they've got a Gwent team that's working on that. So it sounds like they've got three teams that are sort of carrying on, carrying on, and intermixing with each other. Um, that stuff is good. You relate that to—I uh, don't know if you saw the story about what's going on uh, happened like at Naughty Dog, bunch of yeah stuff about um one developer or th- that had left um, that was fairly for high up said that um, basically like this game would have shipped months ago if uh, if they'd handled management properly because by the sounds of it, they're getting a bunch of juniors in to finish yep. all this work that don't really know how to do it but because Sony's got such deep pockets they can afford to hold off these games for so long um, and they're not really retaining senior, designers or senior uh developers that they're just getting newer people in that don't know how to do it properly and so it's it's taking them longer to do this stuff um very different i guess to the way some other studios handle it
1: yeah and i mean i i don't know i feel like the results speak for themselves that said uh, we don't know how The Last of Us 2 is going to turn out yet. Mm. I fully expect that it will be fucking another phenomenal effort. Mm. Uh, it's just the the human cost right. is so different between the two studios. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, next up, we've got some Xbox and PlayStation news, uh, new consoles. So GDC was supposed to be kicking off this week. Um, instead they had decided to do their uh, talks on a live presentation on the internet or at least some sort of recorded pre- presentation. And first yep. up was Xbox who, um, who, who did a bunch of live streams but also flew out a bunch of developers to uh, Redmond where their uh, head office is and got them to check out the new hardware, the new Xbox Series X. Uh, They got a chance to play with it um, and sort of see like what's going on there. So I I watched a couple of breakdown videos from um, like Digital Foundry, did some really good, high, really detailed uh, looks at some of this stuff, going really deep into the the hardware and what's going on. And then on top of that, uh, Sony had theirs today. Mark Sony did his GDC talk, which went for about 50 minutes or so. And during that, they also revealed the PlayStation 5 specs. Um, so we've now got specs for both of these consoles. Uh, have you had a chance to look at any of these yet?
1: I've got them up right now yep. uh, in a handy shot from Digital Foundry, ah. uh, who's got them side by side, which is pretty good. Right. Uh, Do you want to go through them? Yeah, so let's let's do it. CPU and the PlayStation Five, uh, eight Zen two cores at three point five gigahertz. Xbox Xbox Six has eight Zen two cores at three point eight gigahertz. Point uh, three, uh, it's a ten percent difference, if that. Like eight percent difference. Uh, in the year twenty twenty, I do not think eight percent difference in CPU clock is large enough. Uh, of a difference to really make any difference, you know. I think we've reached a, a pretty, we've reached a bit of an upper limit mm. in that sense. Um, so I, I don't think this is a big one, but uh, it is still in the Xbox sex's favour. Um, they've they've got the they get the nod on that one by point three gigahertz. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I. I fucking 10 years is the last time I I thought that um, clock speed was necessarily a defining feature of any kind of hardware to be honest but nevertheless Xbox Sex wins that one the GPU 10.28 teraflops um, 36 CUs what the fuck is a CU I don't fucking know Uh, core units Uh, core units That's 2.23 gigahertz uh, variable frequency versus 12.16 teraflops with 52 core units at 1.825 gigahertz. Uh, So again, I mean, just on, you know, teraflops is basically the really uh, only thing you give a fuck about in a GPU, right? Like, uh, it's not even really, it's just a, it's just a marketing fucking term. It's an easy number for people to fucking compare on. Um So it sort of works out for these purposes. Yeah. Clearly, the Xbox X has a bit more juice than the PlayStation 5 in terms of that. Did I sound
0: really confident uh, when I said that?
1: When you said what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's something.
1: Basically, it's it's... That number's higher than the other, and <laughs> yeah, uh, unless, unless it's higher. a golf game, I believe uh, the, the higher number is better. Yeah,
0: from what I I can gather, um, the Xbox probably has the edge on this one. Uh, they're both going to be AMD chips, right? So, yeah, it looks like. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking that the uh, I'm looking at teraflops. So, twelve is higher yeah. than ten. Ten point.
1: It, it is it's true so let's go with that uh, they both got 16 gig of RAM yep uh, DDR6 RAM yep uh, that seems low to me if I'm being honest 16 gig of RAM seems low it's I feel like we've reached a point where 32 is is pretty much the norm for PCs I guess PlayStation 5 and Xbox Sex can't run Chrome so yeah. that frees up at least 9 gigs of RAM or in Discord uh huh <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. So, but, but a lot of this is, is to do with storing this stuff into memory, like you're loading yeah. textures and all that. Um, and I guess that'll make a bit more sense once we start talking about the storage solutions because you're no longer having to store as much information in RAM to be accessed quickly because True. all this is running off solid-state hard drives now as opposed to an old mechanical hard drive yep. that would take a minute to load a level.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Memory bandwidth... uh, Looks like PlayStation 5 has the edge. 448 gigabytes per second versus... uh, They've got like a hybrid version for their RAM. 6 gig is at a slower slower clock than uh, another 10 gig. Yeah. Uh, It probably averages out pretty similar, but it's not really... I, I think... The consistency will probably help out in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation Five has an 825 gig SSD versus a one terabyte uh, SSD in the Xbox 6. Um, this is interesting. I I, I can't imagine why they cap off before one terabyte. Uh, it's it's odd to me. Yeah. So um,
0: there's a lot more stuff around this. Um, this storage that's happening. Uh, Some of the news came out of some uh, interviews and whatnot the last couple of days that there's going to be a proprietary external storage device for the Xbox Series X where they've teamed up with... Is it Seagate? Oh, gosh. We're so good at this new stuff. Um, They've teamed up with an external hardware manufacturer that will be making proprietary hard drives so you can no longer attach an external hard drive to an Xbox and use it as game space. You can still use it to store stuff onto it, but you can't expand your s- storage space for games.
1: On- well, that sucks shit. Unless
0: you buy this specific piece of hardware to do it.
1: Seagate storage expansion card for the Xbox Series X. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right. The other
0: news looking at the Sony stuff and they spent a bunch of time at the GDC talk today talk uh, looking into this is... We heard about this custom storage that we're working on, right? Um, This custom hardware. And it's a a beast. (laughs) It's insane. It's basically... uh, Mark Sonny was talking about the amount of information that it can transfer. And there's numbers here that the uh, the Xbox can do 2.4 gigabytes a second of raw data. The... um, the, the data output that this PlayStation 5 is doing is is double that. It's doing nine, nearly double. Um, on top of that, they're going to allow you to attach external storage to the device as well. It needs yep. to be certified, and the only reason why is because there's nothing available at the moment that you could plug into the the uh, the PlayStation 5 that would allow you to reach those speeds that they're doing what they're thinking is, theorizing is going to happen is you'll be able to plug in, hopefully around about the time this thing launches, new hard drives that'll be able to, that'll be capable to reach those speeds that they're wanting to do on this hard drive.
1: Like a fucking, good Lord, like just an M2 fucking... It'll be an M2 SSD drive or some shit. Yeah.
0: Because that's how quick this hard (laughs) drive is.
1: Did I just say SSD drive? How embarrassing. Um that's fucking crazy yeah holy shit well, that's, that's some big dick energy um yeah okay. and so when you Shame. go
0: back to there being 16 gigabytes of RAM that's not being as yep. important when they've got a hard drive with all this stuff on it they can read yep. instantly quick like all this stuff um yep. so yeah th- you're going to be able to expand your hard drive space on the PlayStation 5 but you're gonna need like a state of the art uh, like a top line um Brand new hard drive to plug into that thing, because the internal hard drive is so disgustingly quick.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. Holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything else in there that they really talked about in terms of specs,
1: right? Uh, no, not really. Nothing. Nothing of note.
0: No. Um, the other, the other bit that I guess. We can, I can briefly touch on that because I did watch this whole thing. Is that uh, they yep. talked about this new sound 3D surround sound that they're working on? Uh, and the way that they're doing that is really interesting. So, you at, at the moment, it's only currently sort of working for uh headphones, but they're taking. It's like a virtual sound sort of um, virtual 3D uh, surround system they're doing. And um, it's a really interesting sort of technology that they're looking at in terms of like gauging the like people's ears and the way people's ears are formed and sort of getting idea of where it should project these sounds. And so when this thing launches, it'll have a bunch of different profiles and it'll kind of get you to do like go through, through these profiles and test these sounds for you and sort of see what are the best sounds and and uh and then you'll be able to run the the games uh in that specific way and uh he's saying that it's like a huge difference in terms of audio quality um being able to get 3d uh, stereo sound from normal headphones as opposed to going out and buying like a dolby atmos um you know, proprietary sort of device that you can only use on this, you know, specific thing. Yeah. Uh, so they're saying at the moment it's only sort of working in headphones, but they're they're getting there with the TV, um, soundbars, and that sort of thing. It's just taking a bit more time, and they think they'll get there by the time this things out. Uh, but just like hearing them talk about that is is really interesting. So to me, getting all this information, it sounds like Xbox has really gone down this path of we're going to build a this monster PC but we're going to stick it in this really small box and uh it's going to play games so good like really good whereas PlayStation's approach is they're building like this they're they're doing something similar but they've got it's not as powerful but they're doing these custom chips inside of it that is going to really make things interesting with the uh you know with the way that they're doing the storage space um with the way they handle yeah. it back.
1: Like Xbox, Xbox is in a tricky position, right? Because it almost feels like it is a one hell of a killer PC. Yeah. But as a PC gamer, I feel like my it, it would be better serve for me to just get a f- better PC.
0: Especially when they're doing things like Game Pass or Play Anywhere where you can play the exactly. games on your device. PlayStation's going, "All right, how can we make people buy this?" That already have How, a PC. what are
1: you going to get on playstation that you can't get on pc yeah you know that's and it seems like they're doing their best to answer that question i don't know what fucking was it sending sending a wax uh form of my ear into playstation so they can send me the right fucking <laughs> he ear.
0: was talking about that <laughs> like <laughs> no he was literally talking about we're thinking about ways to do it maybe we maybe you send us a video of your ear or your or photos of your ears and then we'll <laughs> we'll try and do it that way. But, you know, they're trying to think of solutions that they can do. But um, it was just a really interesting way to listen to them talk about that technology and how they're incorporating that into games.
1: 3D audio is probably one of the most underutilized facets Mm. uh, of video game. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily enough to differentiate it. Uh, that said, you know, backwards compatibility wise, it's got all PlayStation Four game, or theoretically all PlayStation Four games on it. Yeah. Uh, Xbox X has theoretically an even bigger backlog, so I don't know. You know, it's, it's 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 a tricky proposition. I, it's going to come down to you know, guys like you and me, we're going to get both, right? But it's going to be there's going to be one, and then the other it's going to be in order uh i'm not going to get both at the same time we're heading for another fucking recession Hmm. so i should probably not spend all my money on toys but uh yeah i'm going to get one and then the other at this point i mean the xbox definitely seems more powerful but yeah it might be better for me to get a playstation because i can't get playstation games on my pc yet uh playstation doing it yes yeah well yeah (laughs) Uh, and then like a 30 series graphics card whenever the fuck that drops I'll probably get like the 3070 or whatever Mm. Um, but yeah
0: I mean we're we're definitely going to get to the point where um, one of these things is going to be more powerful than the other but it I don't think it's going to be by a huge margin Um, no uh, yeah and it's going to be about the games and where you can play them and what the developers are doing with these machines Um, what they're
1: doing with it yeah yeah
0: so, but I'm definitely intrigued more about what Sony is doing with their uh, <clears throat> like. They're not just putting together a, a giant PC; like they're thinking of problem solving ways to to fix a lot of these issues that developers had in the past, or even try and think of like new technologies and how they can be used. So, um, yeah, it, it sounds cool. Yep, I'm digging it. Uh, I just so. Sorry, I just wanted to add as well that I know it was a bad marketing move by um, by Sony to do to do this the way they did. Uh, Xbox yeah. has really been on point recently with revealing a bunch of this information. Um, yep. Even though like Sony have done pieces in the past, being like, hey, we sat down with, um, with Wired and have done a bunch of interviews and we talked about technology and whatnot. But this particular case where... They went out and said that we're going to put this, we're releasing PlayStation 5 specs tomorrow. Uh, but what they didn't say is that this is a GDC talk. And um, so people sat through a 50 minute presentation and were like, where are the games? Where is the box? And that's because that's not what this presentation was. It was supposed to be a developer presentation to talk to the developers in the community. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not what happens. So even though they re- revealed a bunch of this stuff, um, they uh, they the way they put this information out there was not good. Like it's a yeah. it's a bad way of doing it. So yeah,
1: I agree with that. Especially
0: when the day before, like Xbox does theirs, and they've got uh, you know we know what the box looks like and all that sort of stuff. Um, it it's a bit more, you know bit more playful whereas this was just a dude up on stage talking for 50 minutes you know people were like show me the games but they didn't get that yeah. <laughs> so anyway
1: yeah because i guess they never were going to get that but people don't realize that mm. yeah yep. and it's just
0: a weird way of doing it like if you're gonna reveal the specs maybe don't do it in that talk <laughs> like because that's not what yeah it's the place to do that uh yep. but i i in i Enjoyed listening to it, so it was a very high level. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, sure. do we have questions? Then that's all the news.
1: We do. Yes. What are the questions? Baz wrote. Baz wrote. Baz wrote. Hey blokes, I was chatting. Chat. Chatting. I was chatting to the doc and K Lebo. Whoa, uh Made the other day about your comments regarding word limits in. Uh, Reviews, written reviews versus video reviews and how things have changed. Personally, I prefer video reviews over written reviews as a consumer only because I'm time poor. However, I prefer podcasts way more over both, uh, (laughs) even though they can be up to three hours long or four hours long. I like how he's Uh, time
0: poor and his best decision was to listen to this show that goes for fucking ever.
1: (laughs) Um, This is because I can listen to podcasts while going about my day, whether commuting... at work, jobs around the house, this has become even easier with smart speakers such as Google Home or whatever. All right, now I sound anyway, like an my idiot. questions are. <laughs> yeah, you do, you got fucking owned. Um, do you think the written word will always have its place in game reviews? If so, how do you think a written review will look like in five years or even a decade from now? If most games were to release a free to play demo like they used to, would there still be a strong demand for game reviews? If people did not need to commit financially to a game to try it out. Personally, I think there would be for someone that is time poor like myself. Finally, do you think id Software pushed back the release date of Doom to increase sales because they knew everyone would be working from home? Who knows? Maybe they are the real creators of the coronavirus. Yeah. All right. So There's s- a lot there. three Three questions. Three questions. First question. Do you think the written word will always have its place in game reviews? Luke, what do you think? Uh, I mean, there's always going to be somewhere you can find that stuff. Uh, But it's
0: obviously, yeah, yeah, it's getting less and less. Um, Video. Video and podcast is kind of the two mediums. That's where things are at. Podcasts have grown immensely since we started. Um, But obviously, videos have taken off as well. Uh, So... I, like i don't see there any reason for people to transition from the people that are writing to go to video it's not a huge difference but yeah. people do like to uh ingest videos a lot easier than reading stuff you know you read stuff and most people will scroll at the bottom and be like 8.5 fuck you and then not read the text as to why it's an 8.5 uh, and then send you hate mail but that's true in a video, you've got to actually sit there and, for the most part,
1: I guess watch
0: it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's an it's an interesting one. I don't think video. Uh, I do think written reviews are ever going to go away. Um, because at the end of the day, even video reviews are still written. Written, yeah. In the first place, they're not just. It's not like you know. It works in podcasts where we just yap shit uh, at each other for. Could fucking you imagine three the script three and a half hours? But the podcast. Oh my lord! Good God! IGN, the IGN podcast, they do a script. They don't do like the, f- the whole thing's not scripted, but they do have like large sections of it are uh, scripted. That the uh, they do all these gags and stuff, ah, okay. and uh, no, uh, and uh, yeah, like regularly when I go in to do a pod- podcast with them. We will start half an hour late because they're still running up the script. And I mean, it works. It's fucking hilarious, but good Lord. It's an insane way to go about things. It just doesn't, it doesn't work for me <laughs> straight off the cuff. Um, anyway, uh, how do you think a written review will look in five years or even a decade from now? If we're like the most recent trend in um, SEO terms is for uh, more words is better because it means more time on page Uh so, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, old Jobo, 3,500 word review, uh, guy. Comes back. Comes, comes into his, yeah elements at that point. Um, you look at, uh, you know, a couple of, like, YouTube creators, uh, that I chat with, uh, G Man and, uh, Dantix. They both, they both did, um, Doom reviews. They were, Apparently both were six thousand words long. Um, like, yeah. At the end of the day, I think reviews will wind up being longer and probably directly translated to video. I mean, I could, I've, I have done that before. I toyed with the idea. Um, like, I always wind up getting stuck in trying to mat- marry the text to the what's happening in the video. And that just expands the amount of time it takes for me to make a video because I'm not very good at fucking video making. Um, I'm good at writing and I'm always writing about video games, but I'm not good at fucking making videos. So it's tricky. Hmm. It's outside of my element. Um, but yeah, like... Yeah, I, th- I think putting up the the scripts, even if it's just that alongside a fucking video, I think we'll always have at least that. Uh, sites like IGN insist that the script and the written... Text be different, um, and I'm certain that sites with like sites the size of IGN who have the luxury of that sort of thing they will continue to do that. Mm. But I think we will wind up seeing a lot of scripts accompanying videos that are literally just written out, uh, read like reading the, the same text as the review. I think that's. Probably what we'll see more. Yeah, of.
0: man. I mean, you look at uh what Giant Bomb, they've basically gone away from written reviews entirely. They do a podcast yeah. for a review now. They'll put up like yep. a uh, 30 minute review that is a podcast or 40 minute review yeah. of them just talking about the game around the table. This is separate to like their weekly podcast. Like it'll just be yeah. that. Um, you know, th- they don't do a yep. lot of written stuff anymore just because that's the way that they've gone but it works for some sites and others like it's always going to yeah. be there for um for like newspapers and not newspapers um news sites that sort of stuff who like that sort of thing but i think yeah that medium will change more into video content as opposed to it going the other way around like i don't see it's going back to written uh, i think that no. way yeah written content is done will change but it won't i want to say gifs right that's something we haven't seen a lot of. Want we'll to see more gifs in written written content on websites?
1: All gifs. I put a gif in my uh, Ori did review. You? Yep. Thanks for reading it, dickhead. Oh, I did read um, it. I not think there was a clearly. You didn't see my gif. Maybe it doesn't uh, work properly. Most, it definitely works. You fuck. Um if most games were a release a free to play demo, like they used to, would there still be a stronger re- demand for game reviews? People didn't need to commit financially to a game to try it out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Get fucking owned. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there definitely would be, I think, uh, you know, back in the day, demos and reviews came hand in hand. Most of the time you got the demo off a demo disc on a fucking magazine. But, uh, even after that, you know, uh, The reason I wound up uh, at Game Arena was because I could download stuff off their fucking file repository. Mm. Uh, And as a result of spending time on that website, I wound up reading the reviews from guys like uh, Justin Kranzel and Richie Young and like all those great reviewers uh, from back in the day. And then, you know, inevitably wound up writing on that site but it was a significant portion of the traffic for Game Arena was for files and uh, yeah. so you know and, and a lot of those files were just demos of games um, that you could download oh, and try a game out or yeah shit tons of mods yeah. Um, and yeah so yeah I, I don't think the demo negates the need for a, a review necessarily it just supports it it winds up being, like, it actually helps build uh, chatter around a game because you can, you know, disagree with the review or agree with it or, you know, wonder what else is coming post-review, stuff like that, you know? Uh, Finally, do you think id Software pushed back the release uh, release date of Doom to increase sales because they knew everyone would be working from home? Uh based on how cynical the UAC is in um, in Doom Eternal they're a very cynical corporation so uh, and it does this seems like something the UAC would do release the coronavirus to keep everyone indoors so they could uh, play more Doom Hmm. Uh, if we assume the UAC is just Bethesda then yeah I believe you are 100% correct yeah uh Doom made the coronavirus. Bethesda or Zenimax? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> big questions. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. They're, they're both as evil as as each other, aren't they? Really? Yeah, yeah. One's just, one's just like the bigger, badder evil. Yeah. What do you think, Luke?
0: I, uh, I don't. No, I
1: don't think they. Nintendo it's, did yeah, it. Nintendo for <laughs> Adam Animal Crossing.
0: <laughs> Nintendo definitely did. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about evil. Yeah, Shit. yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. All right, that's all right. That's the podcast. Is that all the questions? That's the podcast. That's the questions. All right. Cool. Uh, thanks, Baz. Thanks, Baz. Love your work. Uh,
0: you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube all the places you can get your podcast, We're under the gap, the GA podcast, the gap podcast. Uh, if you do have a moment, like five seconds, please write and review the show helps other people find it. Uh, which appreciate that. If you want to send us any questions, you can email us the GAPodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to our discord page, which is the com slash discord. You jump in there, leaves questions like Baz did. I uh, play some yep. games. We've got a uh, war happening. Pretty frequently, I guess. Um, yep. A few other things that are going on. You can also go to our social media Facebook.com slash GA podcast, Twitter.com slash GA podcast. You can go to our YouTube page, the dot slash YouTube, and watch this video of us talking. Uh, I've been overlaying uh, game footage as well recently. Sure. Last week, we put up some stuff um, from Job winning, I think. In Warzone pew, pew, pew. put some of my war zone footage up there and I think some other stuff. Um no, nah, I think it was just Warzone. looking at it. Left for dead. I think I put some Left for Dead stuff up there. Nice. Maybe Sweet. maybe can't really remember. Anyway. Sweet. Um maybe this week some doom maternal stuff if I can find it. And more Call of Duty. Might do that. Otherwise, Dope. you can also go to our website, which is the you can go to that and that'll show you links to everything we talked about today, uh, including past episodes of the show. If you want to go check them out, you can do that. And that is all run thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast and become a subscriber. You get the podcast a little bit earlier. Uh, thank you to everyone that everyone does that every month. Thank you. You're the best. Appreciate that. Um, anything we else don't. you'd like to pimp out for this week, Joe, that you got going on?
1: No, I did some stuff with Red Bull yeah. uh, on Rainbow Six, but I don't have no idea when that's going to come out. So, um, yeah, just, I don't know. Uh, I've got, I wrote up a bunch of stuff on Warzone as well, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't found a home for it yet. I might chuck it up on the, the Gap page cool. again. Um if yeah if i can't find a home for it and uh and then i will probably write some stuff on doom eternal nice because why not yeah
0: awesome uh you, what about you? you, you can just anything? find me at twitter.com slash luke laurie i don't really I don't have my
1: joey jojo yeah
0: i don't have much going up i don't think at the moment it's very slow i'm not sure if you've heard but she's pretty grim outside um yep. anyway we'll be back next week uh guess what's out next week joe new half-life game
1: Yes Uh, Alex And uh, I am desperately trying to get a a code for it So I don't have to pay fucking $80 uh, Because I don't know I said we're heading into a recession I need to save all my money Yeah
0: I'm desperately trying to find a VR device Which is just as hard um, Because nobody has any anywhere I've been trying for a long time Since like December It's insane But here we are Yeah um so that'll be next week also i'll be able to talk about the control dlc next week which is also out next week cool so that should be fun Sweet. a lot of things to talk about next week i'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on half-life because i will be extremely jealous about that one yeah So yeah. just got to hit up eric and maybe he'll send me one what do you think
1: maybe 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 he will we'll have to take him to the strip clubs though right he won't he won't he won't hook you up if you don't hook him up. Okay, I don't
0: think we're allowed to. I think everything's closed these days.
1: He won't clap those cheeks unless you get him to clap some cheeks, you know? <laughs> he loves to clap cheeks. Okay. Old Eric Johnson.
0: That, that's enough. You we need to stop. <laughs> He's going to send us a letter. We'll keep going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, see yeah. He's going to send us a letter inviting us to the fucking strip clubs.